0: to a higher score. This is a totally righteous, family-friendly gaming podcast, and this is episode 006. I'm your host, Mad King Bob. I'm your favorite host, T-Rex. I am your literally in-the-closet host,
1: Prophet of Rage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm your pinkest host, Kenny.
3: And I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Man Evan.
0: Alright Thanks for joining us today Both Kenny and Heaven Uh, Kenny who has uh, Become a bit of a staple Here on the show And Heaven who's our guest host For an amazing Top secret scientific reason Um, We are a few Christian gamers On a mission to have fun Build an awesome community To have fun with and change the world through gaming. Our community is planted on the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it's verse 33, and it says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good character. So we've decided to be really good company so your character doesn't have to be corrupted. Quick reminder that the opinions that are expressed during the show and in our community are ours alone, which actually makes them a lot more dangerous. So we have a great show prepared for you With four big segments lined up We usually say the number three right here But we have something special lined up for you guys today Mm. Our first segment is going to be News and reviews and this is where T-Rex and Profit are going to take us through The biggest news and the best deals In the world of gaming With no bias from any sponsors So take that sponsors (laughs) Yup. We'll also talk about the PlayStation Plus games that are free on uh, the network this month and the Xbox games with gold that are free for the remaining period for the month of June. Our special segment follows right up behind that and we have a segment for you called Patch Notes from the 80s. We are trying our hand at writing comedy. Please pray for us and pray for yourself. So (laughs) here it comes, um, our feature segment, uh, we are calling this E3 cliff notes, and we are going to round up all of everything that went down at E3 in LA this year, all in one place. You can't get this kind of a rundown in the small amount of time that we're going to put it anywhere else. We are covering every single segment, every developer, every publisher, Um, Every hardware platform that was available. And um, we are going to... (laughs) A little sour, right? Uh, So we are also going to compare that with all of those amazing predictions that we made. Do you remember last episode where we said, I believe this is going to happen? Well, we're going to figure out if profit is actually a profit this episode. (laughs) The last segment of our show, which is always what we believe is the most important, it's truly special to us, and that is our mailbag. This is where we answer your questions and hopefully give you something meaningful and useful and probably entertaining by the time we're all done. All this and more is coming up starting right now. So obviously you have found the Higher Score Gaming podcast, because hello, we're in your ear holes right now. But If, for some reason, uh, you don't know anything else about where to connect with us, you can find us at HirescoreGaming.com, where there's a variety of resources available. You get to learn a little bit more about our backstory as hosts. Uh, You also get uh, an opportunity to connect right off the front page to what's called our Discord server. Um, Discord, for those of you who are not yet familiar, is an amazing chat app for bringing gaming communities, generally, together together. And we have used this for our Christian gaming community to have an amazing place to get organized, build fellowship, host events. Uh, we have tournaments, we have crossplays, we have um, all sorts of really cool things going on there. And you'll hear us talk about it throughout the course of the show, I would imagine. And it is every bit as cool as we build it up to be. So feel free to join us at HigherScoreGaming.com. Take a look at that. And if you want to just click, the, click here to join us on Discord. It's available. We'd love for you to do that. Can't wait to see you in and around our community. Um, one
2: of us. One of us. <laughs> no. One right, of us.
0: I know, right? Oh, gosh. Toy Story. Uh, that takes me back. Uh, anyway, isn't Toy Story
1: 4 coming out soon?
0: Very it, like, soon. Yes, it is. It is and it Aww. has Keanu
1: Reeves
3: in it. What doesn't oh these goodness. days? He's
2: having a moment.
3: Right? <laughs> keanu That's everywhere. a spoiler. It's like the Keanu-sons. Keanu-sons. keanu Sounds like it's going to be breathtaking.
0: Oh dear. You're Uh, breathtaking. (laughs) You're all breathtaking. All right. (laughs) Oh, I love how we shared that. Uh, That was like a Keanu Reeves hot potato fest all of a sudden. Um, (laughs) We're back. Hollywood's darling. He is a beautiful man. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> um, let's let's jump into the deals that are available right now on Xbox Games with Gold and on our PlayStation Plus titles as well. Profit, I'm going to kick this over to you for what remains for the month of June. Well, with Xbox Games with Gold,
1: um, let me just do a little segue here and say that there is a special going on for the new um, Game Pass Ultimate subscription, which includes the Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live as a one monthly fee of $15 a month. However... For your first month, you get it for one dollar. And if you have any months, like I did, I have uh, an annual subscription that auto-renews every May. Um, mm-hmm. For that subscription, they don't charge you for the remainder of the time left on your subscription. They start charging you at the end of that. So I will not be charged until next May for the fifteen dollars a month. So if oh, you actually really cool. calculate the Xbox Live games with—I mean, uh, sorry, Xbox Live Gold and the Game Pass, it. Actually, works out to a better deal because Mm -hmm. if you pay monthly for um, Game Pass, it's normally ten dollars a month, and if you pay monthly for uh, Xbox Live Gold, that's twelve dollars a month. So if you just combine it all together, um, you end up spending one hundred eighty dollars a year, as opposed to I'm not good at math anymore, but the other. So (laughs) the other number, (laughs) yeah, the other number. So so less. So a little quick uh, plug for that. Um, I signed up for Xbox Ultimate, and uh, I originally did have Game Pass. Uh, When it first came out, I tried it for a month for whatever special was going on. Then I believe it was like maybe a dollar a month, maybe it was three dollars for the first month. Hmm. And then I cancelled it because I was like, eh, not going to use it. But, since Hmm. they now have combined it with Xbox Gold, uh, Xbox Live Gold, uh, I figured, well, why not? So, Mm -hmm. there are actually people who are on the internet talking about a hack for this. um, Because Uh Hmm. if you... If you have Xbox Live Gold, they don't charge you for that. They just combine that in your new subscription for up to 36 months. So mm. if you go buy Xbox Live Gold for three years, get those special discount cards you can get online or at any ta- retailer, say for 30 bucks or 40 bucks a year. So if you spend that mm. for three years, that's 120 bucks. And then you get basically Xbox Live Ultimate free for three years if you convert the subscription over to xbox game pass ultimate um hmm. there are ways to do this you can look it up on your google machine uh it's pretty simple <laughs> but that's something to consider
0: um, i am dizzy with savings
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so see i, I just <laughs> awesome. I, I just saved you i just saved you a couple bucks so couple now on to the yeah like- so now onto the uh game deals for games with gold uh, available through j- the end of June, June 30th is Xbox. Uh, sorry, NHL 19, um, which is a hockey game, and if you're like me, you would only play as the Washington Capitals.
0: That's because there's something wrong with you.
1: Yeah, well, next. yeah well, I don't know anything nah, about it. Wow. Red so, Wings. Yeah, Red Wings forever, Red Wings. dude. <laughs> hey, at least none of you said the Pittsburgh Penguins. Boo. So, yeah, that is correct. Oh. The, the next game is uh, available through July 15th. That's called Rivals of Ether. This is basically Xbox's answer to Super Smash Brothers. So if yeah. you are a Super Smash Brothers fan, but you don't have any Nintendo console like the Switch or the Wii U or the Wii, you can play a similar game, uh, two versus two battle arena, uh, 2D battle mm-hmm. arena on Xbox, and apparently it's very highly rated. It has a. I watched the
4: trailer on that. It has a very uh, 8-bit feel to it, but definitely
1: a, a, a unique visual style. And most importantly, it's free. Oh yeah! The next game (laughs) that's available through the end of June, uh, until June thirtieth, is Earth Defense Force 2017, which Mm -hmm. is an Xbox 360 game, third person shooter, lots of fun. And on PlayStation uh, Plus, you have Borderlands: The Handsome Collection, which I've actually been spending some time with on Xbox myself because this is a very fun game. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, with Borderlands 3 coming out soon, it's a good time to get your hands on it, play play the game, have fun, laugh a lot at Claptrap, um, who's, at Claptrap. who's probably the probably the funniest droid ever, I think. So, <laughs> um, and another game that's on PlayStation for free is a Sonic Mania, for you Sonic mm-hmm. the Hedgehog
0: fans out there. Oh man,
2: gotta go fast. Yeah,
0: I have reminiscent goggles with sonic i realized the other day and when i downloaded sonic mania and started playing it i realized i took them off and oh i'm so sad right now because i'm, I'm looking at this like uh, sonic is not what i remember <laughs> 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 and i've decided that until final fantasy 7 remake comes out i'm not gonna play the original re-release of final fantasy 7 either because i can't destroy that for myself um, mm-hmm. so I'm glad if any of my childhood 8-bit favorites or 16-bit in this case, I guess, right, went down, I'm glad Sonic took it on the chin for me. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do it to the rest of them, but... You mean <laughs> you're not
3: going to watch the Sonic movie? <gasps> oh
0: my gosh. Oh, I'm actually not going to watch the Sonic movie. I don't, I, even as a this fan... movie would
4: give me nightmares.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: something a bit off about the, uh, character animation in Sonic. In the in the new movie coming out.
0: Well, I think they delayed it, right? Because they had some concerns about like texturing and stuff like that.
3: The yeah. internet complained so much that the director put out a tweet saying they're going to completely redesign the Sonic. <laughs> and that's why it's being delayed. Oh, wow. okay.
4: Well, maybe it won't give me nightmares then. Because that super buff Sonic was creepy. <laughs> right. Don't want to see that in child's play at a matinee. <laughs> By the way, what did they do to Chucky? He looks really weird. Y- you got me.
2: I haven't seen it yet. It's not out oh. yet.
0: There's
4: just been commercials.
0: I don't know, but April Ludgate from Parks and Recreation is the mom, so I can't take it seriously already. But Mark Hamill faith. is
1: the voice of Chucky.
0: So. Yeah, I have faith in Mark Hamill. That's what I was going to say. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: He just has to do the joker laugh, that's all. Pretty much. <laughs> but I think he has probably
0: like intellectual property of Warner Brothers at this point. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah the laugh is probably copyrighted. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Like the number of cackles, like the number has to be five. It can't be more or less. I don't know. Something the like that. Accent <laughs> of, the,
1: of which... the pitch. It can't be it
0: can't be <laughs> above or below a certain number of hertz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got a frequency range he has to hit to make money. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I love it. Right. Ah. Anyways, so those are the uh, the titles for uh, Xbox Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus through the remainder of June. Rivals of Ether, if you want to pick that up, is actually available through July 15th because Microsoft does that wonky split the month and a half business. So that is an option for you. I hope that some of these recommendations are worthwhile. I would say in terms of like standout, um, is, does anybody have any debate around borderlands the handsome collection is definitely the most dope part of that offering oh yeah, yeah. for sure because you get yeah.
1: a lot of game for that you get all the dlc so much um so
0: and hey. if you grab it quick enough i don't know if it's still available but that lilith um dlc yeah that's also was free free yeah the yeah and that was battle, battle of commander Gearbox. lilith
4: or something like that it's what it's called
0: yeah, it's supposed I, to I lead
4: think... lead the story right up to borderlands 3
0: Yeah, they built it as a DLC to bridge to Borderlands 3, and then they gave it away for free before Borderlands 3. I think that is a class move. Yeah. so
2: Good marketing. I
0: love me some Gearbox. Yeah. They're great over there. All right, so that's it for the deals. T-Rex, we have some news. It's not E3 news, but it's news nonetheless. I,
4: I purposely sought out news that was not from E3, and I only came up with three stories just because Uh, E3 eclipsed everything, Mm. Um, but we've got three news items. The first news item is one that hits home for me personally because it was the big selling point that got me to buy an Xbox 360 and eventually an Xbox One. That's backwards compatibility. Um, Mm. Microsoft is Indian. (laughs) <laughs> Microsoft announced the end of the backwards compatibility program on the Xbox One, meaning there will be no new titles added to the library of over 600 OG Xbox and 360 games that are playable on the Xbox One.
0: I just love T-Rex. I gotta pause you, man. I can't believe that uh, a Prophet just barked like Scooby-Doo and that didn't phase you one
2: bit. <laughs> You're a
0: machine.
2: He's a professional, okay? <laughs> yes.
1: This is actually the 1st time hearing of this. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay.
2: I hadn't heard this either, so this is crazy. Yeah.
4: Uh, The idea of backwards compatibility is not dead, however, because Microsoft has promised that Project Scarlet, their next gen console, will be capable of playing games from all four generations of Xbox. Wait a minute.
0: er, Okay. So they've announced that backward compatibility on Xbox One is over, but come Project Scarlet. Everything's a gonna be playable. At...
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Cloud services or some shenanigans, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Yes.
4: Especially yeah. if it's diskless, because you won't be able to throw in your old mm-hmm. Xbox One or Xbox. I call it. Xbox no, they, One. they
1: they confirmed or, a drive is going to be on Scarlet. So.
4: Oh, good, good. Yeah. That doesn't mean that every version of it eventually will not will have a disc drive, you, though.
1: But have you heard of anyone that's bought the all digital Xbox One S? I haven't heard of anyone. Who's bought that? No,
4: I, I know no one who bought that one. <laughs> yeah, that's going to flop. I think it has. Next bit of non-E3 news involves a convention of a different kind. San Diego Comic Con will have a titan of the gaming industry as a panelist this year. Hideo Kojima, if you don't know who he is, he's the creator of Metal Gear, he will be speaking at a panel in San Diego... About his latest project, a collaboration with Guillermo del Toro and The Walking Dead's Norman Reedus, a game called Daryl Indeed. And that game is called Death Stranding, and it is hotly anticipated. People have been watching trailers over and over again, and now you're going to get a chance to hear from the man himself, probably via translator, answer questions about the game.
2: (laughs) Definitely via translator.
0: I am i don't know where anybody else stands on this, but I'm ready to give away $60 just to fully understand why there's a baby in a backpack.
3: <laughs> me too.
4: Just yeah, a great thing.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: I, it always amazes me that with every new trailer that comes out with Death Stranding, I'm somehow more confused than I was before.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's more, there are more questions, not more answers. What is happening? My
1: questions have questions.
2: <laughs> My questions have <laughs> questions. Really? Yeah,
1: indeed. It looks like an open world tower building RPG, third person babysitting simulator.
5: <laughs> baby.
0: Oh wait, baby simulator. Open world tower building third person. Did you just describe Fortnite? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Fortnite doesn't Fortnite have little
0: baby babies? backpacks
2: <laughs> yet. Yes, yet
1: <laughs> <laughs> they will. Though they will. Season twelve.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the yeah. next
0: crossover. Fortnite is going to start doing... You know what? I would not be surprised. Let's mark this day down that when they get tired of movie tie-ins they're probably just going to start doing game crossovers as well. Yeah. <laughs> just going to start buying everything.
3: We got babies at Tilted. <laughs> 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 That's
0: uh, awesome. Our final
4: news item is one for a game that sold very, very well at the beginning and I'm not sure how many people still play it. I'm sure there's a sizable number. But Rockstar Games released a major patch for Red Dead Redemption Online that makes a lot of necessary quality of life adjustments. Uh, these include over 400 bug fixes and new missions from new quest givers, Black Bell and the Sadler family, which is Sadie and her husband, Jake. Uh, no spoilers there. We'll just say... The online portion takes place before the main story quest. I
1: okay. think I
0: might have killed them in the game. Not sure though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, babies at tilted. I can't get that out of my head yet. <laughs> I'm still stuck there. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Red Dead Redemption Online quality of life adjustments. Did that get rid of like um, Noob Slayer sixty nine? Like, is he gone now? Because that would be a huge quality of life improvement. <laughs> um, you
4: know. I don't know, but it might have enabled a passive mode, perhaps.
0: But yeah, that's it was, actually it was, what I was joking was toward. Is hopefully more, it's going to be more civil.
4: It was more about the bug fixes, like when mm-hmm. you try to get on a horse, your yeah, your hat disappears off your head, stuff like that.
2: That's a party trick,
0: indeed. <laughs> you Used to pay good money for that back home.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. So let
1: me get this straight: you're expecting civility in the Wild West.
0: No, 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 no. That's not my point. Have you oh. played the introductory mission to Red Dead Online? Of course not. Go steal a horse. Good luck stealing that horse, buddy. Oh, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you literally, you, there are people who Oh, yeah, because they can like, come and hunt you, right? Oh, yeah, anybody can shoot anybody at any time. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. So, it <laughs> yeah, is, right. it is the, is absolutely the new Grand Theft Auto of, oh, yeah. of Rockstar's <laughs> product offering, and... <laughs> The players that are online on your server have zero compunctions about chasing you down as soon as you spawn in during the training mission. Oh, I see. So, like, you log in, and you get gunned down. And then you respawn, and then <laughs> you go to get on your horse, and you get gunned down. Like, there's Or
4: it gets gunned down.
0: Or it gets gunned. Yeah, I mean, Do I they, like, was... Do did like, wait for you and set traps and... All that. Man. All that. <laughs> I remember booking they, it they around the hillside, getting shot in the butt for like probably a good solid half mile until I just fell off my horse and died in a river and then I signed off. Uh, yeah, (laughs) That was the end of that. And I haven't played Red Dead Redemption since. So actually the Red Dead Online distasted me on the single player and I just didn't want to look at it again. I was like so frustrated. I don't know. I divorced from games very fast. (laughs) I've I've realized that. There's a very small amount of games that actually keep my interest. Yeah. Um, if you, you saw
2: that game developers, <laughs> this is not an easy one over here.
0: <laughs> Be warned. If you saw how many games are on my hard drive, yeah. it's
1: probably like 160 of which I play maybe four regularly.
0: Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we have the same Ooh. problem, me and Profit. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of those are games of, with those, gold. So, those, yeah,
1: well, also a lot yeah. of them are impulse buys that are like, you know, deals with gold too, you know. There 20%, are so many
0: games I haven't even, I, yeah, 20% off of Sassy's Creed Unity. started. Yeah. Exactly. assassin's creed unity is not a game we're not going to add that to your list whatever number you had subtract that by one
1: (laughs) but there's there's, there's so many games i haven't i haven't actually opened i just downloaded them (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah.
5: there's at least 20 games
3: i'd say there's at least 20 games i'd say on my xbox that i know i'm never gonna play again but i just can't bring myself to delete them because there's that chance that i might be really bored and pick it up again.
4: <laughs> Take that, sea of thieves!
3: Ouch! <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch! Oh my
2: goodness! Right in the heart! Right in my my shanty loving heart.
0: This is this is why we keep T Rex around for the cruel, bitter, unexpected arrows from human. nowhere. Arrows from nowhere. Poison arrows from nowhere. I mean, it, that was that. You went hard. I'm proud of you. <laughs>
4: I've seriously played that game Uh, one time. This is
0: why we have him review games as well. Because he's like, (laughs) I hated it and you will too. That's just (laughs) the end. Um, Saves us a lot of time around here. So, Um, Community news, right? Um, We have some community news. We had made some notes that the Discord was up to 116 members. That is incorrect. It's now up to 117. We had somebody join just a few minutes ago. So... Um, welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and it was actually from Kenny's uh stream this this afternoon. <laughs> so from the Missing Peace show, which you can currently find on Wednesdays. Um the starting time slot is currently up for slight debate, but not by too much. It is uh what is it, eleven AM Eastern Standard Time. 8 a.m. Pacific.
2: Oh, look at you. You know your time zone. I zones. did it.
0: I did it. <laughs> you guys heard the last episode. A, a, I really a huge blew it up. I blew it up on the Bethesda uh uh keynote for some reason for E3 and I got <laughs> it backwards.
2: Yeah, we're we're aiming to hit that Wednesday morning, you know, early work start for the West Coasters, lunchtime for East Coasters. Mm-hmm. So the best way to not miss out is go to higher score gaming. Find their Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash gaming. Look, I just made it easy for you. Yay. Go ahead and follow and turn on notifications. Don't miss out on anything.
0: Skadoosh. Is that easy? <laughs> All right. So Discord is up to 117, I believe, which is uh, if you go back and you go through the uh, the archives here of our podcast episodes, it has been a real uh, linear journey for us. It has been just up, 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 and it's been it's been great. So... We have had a great experience. Uh, the server is hopping. It's alive. There's some great stuff going down. We can't wait to see you. Um, and we talk about some of the most random topics.
5: <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs>
0: Camels and Doctor Who, in addition to games. Camels, Doctor Who, and we just talked about George Gershwin before we started up the podcast episode. So, we are all over that. So Whatever. Ira's the better Gershwin. <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying Eli's the better Manning.
4: <laughs> he does have more Super Bowl rings. No, actually, no, that's not true. They both have two. Okay,
2: whoa! I'm gonna I'm gonna shut this down right here, guys. See, See? once you start, you can't stop.
0: That's <laughs> true. It's true. It's like sports Pringles. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so our last podcast episode around E3, our speculation fest 2019, uh, another bit of community news had more plays uh, thanks to you guys, you listeners out there. Uh, then all of our other episodes added up and combined. Um, So thank you for the slight social media explosion that that has led to. Um, Our audience has grown significantly, and we are so glad that you're here. We're so glad that you're tuned in. Um, We believe you're there because the numbers say that you're there. Um, So (laughs) I also know because of the numbers that many of you guys have not taken a look at the Discord server yet. Um, so we would love for you to actually see what all that hype is about and connect with the community. Um, mm-hmm. We have a lot to offer, um, and and uh, you know we're 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 glad to share that with you. In terms of community events, we also had some group plays, and one change that we have made as a group has been that we have established what we call like game owners, which means that for each of the major crossover titles that are available out there, we have a community leader that runs the events and the... Uh, kind of the knowledge base around that game, right? So you've got a, we've got a couple subject matter experts on squad. Um, I am running the ball on Dauntless right now. However, I feel like I should soon turn that over to someone else because I am getting mm. schooled. But I know how the game works. <laughs> I just haven't had time to play it enough. Because uh, here I'm making a show for you. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Rocket League is being graciously run by Novak the Matt in our Discord community, and he is doing a great job getting together a group that looks like it's going to be pretty sizable for this next event they're doing. Um, the Destiny Clan, uh, the 12 run by Social Geek Scene in our Discord, um, has had some time in the new menagerie uh, during this most recent season of opulence. Um, and as well, uh, we have started up raid training, which we thought was a really cool thing. So no pressure to go out and down the boss and know the mechanic. We will teach you and we will bear with you Ooh. and let's except go make some gauntlet. mistakes except for the gauntlet. No, actually it's uh didn't last night during raid training, didn't they get to the gauntlet and stop? I thought that was for the new raid. I'm talking about the old gauntlet from the Leviathan. <laughs> oh no, no. It was Leviathan night last <laughs> oh, was? night. Yeah, so. Oh Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, oh, that cool. thing's our nemesis. Apparently, yeah. running in a circle <laughs> is harder than it looks when things are shooting at you. Um, <laughs> so that's a thing. Um, division two, right? T Rex, you had a uh, you had a leveling up night not we, too long ago.
4: We did have a night of power leveling. Um, we had a few players, few, fewer than I would have expected, but we still had a great time and made a lot of progress. And your boy is now at level
0: thirty so
4: you're congrats. not the only one yeah. we had a, oh who else we had another hit right before i, I logged off this evening novak the Matt hit level 30
0: what man he came oh. out of nowhere nice. okay i see you so today as of the date of this recording i turn not 40 years old 62 he um, is 62 yeah 62 um clean living clean living <laughs> that's why i look so young um <laughs> but, and lots of sun no, chips I turn, I, what's that and lots of sun chips lots of sun chips harvest uh, apparently has life prolonging mm-hmm. effects so um i turned 39 today which has been celebrated actually so much in our community uh in so many special ways um there was a not forever ago chat discussion around camels in our group chat. I don't know how we got to dromedaries, but we got there. Huh? Kenny's looking at me like, wow, really? Yes, that happened. I, and I could explain um, that
4: if you'd yeah, like. Explain. Go. Well, go. it was the it was a holiday week and it was because it was a four day week, you said there is no hump day. Right. And then someone, possibly me said that was a very camel-phobic statement. Oh my
0: gosh.
4: (laughs) And then it ballooned from there.
0: It went nuts. Um, Somebody decided to counsel me. They sent me a couple pictures of different kinds of camels and asked me how they made me feel. (laughs) 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 Because I swore I wasn't a camelist. Um, But (laughs) they kept on sending me pictures of camels, and I was like, they're fine No, they're not fine. They're dirty and I hate them. And I just decided to roll with it for a little bit. Um, So uh, in the end, the drama unfolded. The group got an apology from me for my dirty remarks toward camels. I changed the Higher Score Gaming Discord server logo for the remainder of the afternoon to a camel cartoon. And uh, it was just a fun moment where we decided to play something up. And... um, so, anyway, no. what happened was, uh, for my birthday, they everybody in the Discord conspired against me and sent me a whole bunch of camel paraphernalia. So, I got a camel mug, a camel hat, which is not what you think. It would be really cool if it was a hat with, like, a camel, like, giving a thumbs up. No, it was an actual camel that you wear in your head. <laughs> um, and then it's a t-shirt that says, I just really like camels, Okay. So those are my three camel bits for uh, for my birthday. Thank you, Discord community. They're amazing. Um, next time we have a top contributors call, I will be flossing and flying <laughs> all of my camel gear simultaneously. So I love I thought it. you were about to say
4: strenuously overlook. interrogating to find out who inflicted that upon you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who was behind this. I
0: didn't say that wasn't going to happen. I mean, I've already got DNA samples lifted off the camel hat, so we're good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs>
2: Because you know they tried it on before they sent it to you, Oh, right? my
0: guys are working on it. <laughs> I will tell you, I think it was straight drop ship from China. But, <laughs> hey, you know, nothing but the best for their hosts. So, <laughs> anyways, um, I appreciate the love because it means you guys are thinking about it, and I, I that does mean a lot. So, um let's roll forward with a new segment that we are calling patch notes from the eighties. We usually keep a tight format, right? We're going to give you some news. We're going to give you some deals. We're going to talk about a big subject and then we're going to go to the mailbag and we're going to hope that you guys have an amazing week. Um, But we can't not talk about the fact that we have a time machine. Yep.
2: What is that what that is?
0: That's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Mm. So, community, we have a little experiment in the works. Now, we have gotten our hands on none other than a time machine. Uh, you know, Shadow Fox in our uh, Discord. Yeah. He makes mm-hmm. um Yeah. You know how he makes the uh, like the Kingdom Hearts Keyblades and stuff, the really cool yeah. weapon replicas. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Uh-huh. Well, mm-hmm. I said, you know, what if you could just, you know, make a time machine? And he was like, no problem. I got a lathe. So, we thought the best way to use it uh, was to change gaming culture a little bit. So, we decided to take an Xbox One to Nintendo in the 80s, straight to headquarters, so that Japan can have Xboxes in our current timeline, because as you know, there's not a single one there. So, (laughs) we also have special communicators that will let us talk to our messenger while they're in the past. So, um, how did we get those? I won them from a Gunkin in a game of chance. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's my best Liam Neeson.
2: That sounded more like Sean
0: Connery, dude. Uh, It it, it did have a Sean Connery sort of vibe. He's the young Sean Connery now. He's the other Sean Connery, you know. Um,
3: I have a
4: very particular set of skills. (laughs) If you let her go, that'll be the end of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, is there anybody here that would like to actually volunteer as the uh, messenger on our Brave Endeavor? Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'll give it a shot. I got my
3: Xbox right here. Great. So, here we go. Yeah. But wait, don't I have to, like, sign a waiver or something? Nope. Have fun. <laughs> 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 oh, he dead. He's
2: straight up dead. Yeah, he does not
1: sound good. No. Is it supposed to sm- be smoking like that?
0: Or... <laughs> oh, my God. Nope. I kind of forgot to tell him that uh, we couldn't send him exactly... Of the right year. So, he's actually going to have to live in the 80s for a year to get to the target year.
4: Totally new experience for a kid like him.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we he'll be fine. should have
2: had him sign a waiver. Did
0: we send a millennial to the 80s? I believe we did. Oh. Uh, oh my god. Okay. Oh no. So, guys, I don't know how this thing works. I'm just going to push some buttons and we'll Just, just shake see it. What that happens. usually
1: works. Blow into it.
0: And just uh,
5: Hello? Anyone?
0: Shane, is that you?
5: Guys! Oh my goodness,
3: guys. It's been so long. Everything's neon. I have a mullet now.
1: Shane, Shane, quickly. Do you see a flock of seagulls anywhere?
3: No, I saw them and I ran. So far away.
0: So far away.
3: (laughs) Oh, okay. Alright, um... So, while I've been gone, a lot's happened here at Nintendo Headquarters. Um, they saw my Xbox and were so fascinated uh, that they decided to not change their console. But, <laughs> what they did do was they
5: have released new patches for their old games. And the first one of those games
2: is Super Mario Bros.
0: So what have we done? I think we broke... <laughs> We We
1: broke gaming.
2: The worst possible timeline.
1: This is the butterfly effect come to life. Oh, it's
3: great. Trust me. All right. So I have a list of the patch notes right here, and since they liked uh, they liked my technology so much that they wanted to make me their PR guy, uh, (laughs) I am now at liberty to share these with you uh, before they roll out.
0: It's not like it's like he's not even one of us anymore. I know.
3: I know. I've become too rad. I've become too tubular. Alright. So, here are some of the patch notes for Super Mario Bros. For the NES. Uh, The first uh, round of patches come in the form of new items, okay? Mm -hmm. They added a red and green mushroom. Now... I uh, d- did a little digging, because uh, that's all it says in the patch notes, to find out what this red and green mushroom does. So it is a new mushroom that Mario can use to hallucinate special red pipes that can transport him to secret levels in the game. Developers wanted to implement this item into the original game, but it turned out to be a pipe dream.
1: Oh. <laughs> mm. uh,
3: if you guys like that one... Uh, <laughs> It, it gets, uh, better. Trust me. <laughs> uh, we're only...
4: Can we
1: leave him there?
5: That's just the first
4: <laughs> Well, we don't want Sony right. getting a hold of him, so we can't. Ah, okay. <laughs> continue,
1: Heaven. Continue. Guys, continue, Shane. Surely there's say, some hope out there.
3: Alright. Uh, they added a, a new, a, uh, a new enemy in the game. Uh, it is a relative of the piranha plant. It is called the slumber-on-a-plant. Uh... And basically, it's a sleeping relative of the piranha plant that grows when Mario waters it to reach higher platforms. But don't water it too much, or he will meet a root awakening.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, I think we should leave him there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Alrighty, uh, so, there are some level fixes. Uh, the biggest one here is they patched an area in level 2-1 that required actual skill to complete. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so, yeah. that's so they memories. got rid of the
5: skill
4: requirement Okay
3: Yes, because who, who needs skill when you're playing video games Am I right? <laughs> uh, Alright the, the next round of updates come in the form of lore updates We added Peach's Book of Recipes Now this is a In-game recipe book That Mario can check out That uh, just gives you some background On the items he picks up uh, What they're made of Some items that can be found in this book include the fire flower uh, you may be wondering how does the fire flower give mario such amazing fire powers well the secret is it's just a microwave top pocket
5: <laughs> <laughs> that
4: makes so much sense now uh
3: yeah another item uh, included is the all-star that's the power-up that makes uh, mario invincible Uh, turns out this one is made of three Red Bulls and a pixie stick.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes. I uh, I was wondering. And Mario's also a five-year-old, obviously. (laughs) Yes, definitely. With a mustache. With (laughs) a mustache.
3: Uh, we also have some AI changes. Uh, we altered the movements and behaviors of the Koopa enemies. In order to go into more depth, I asked some of the turtle creatures to be interviewed. The green Koopa
1: made it on time, but the red one is still stuck on the stairs. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> you, guys okay.
0: you guys don't know okay. what that joke was. Three one. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I got it. The red turtles. Yeah. They don't. They don't leave the platform they're on. They can't. They can't fall off. That's mm-hmm. right.
2: I yeah. No, I totally remember <laughs> oh, I that. Know. Yeah, I for do. sure.
0: She's our Nintendo expert, <laughs> right. by the way. By the way, they they uh, have I, actually I, you patched. You're the
2: one who uses the word expert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
3: And the last branch of patches to Super Mario Bros. includes microtransactions now no. this is of an course. interesting story of
1: course it <laughs> does
3: nintendo when i presented them my xbox they found some of the ea games in my library like battlefront 2 <laughs> uh and they just wanted to adapt some of that to their business
0: model to make the this game a is little going easier nowhere good <laughs> so they added toad's dlc shop uh, <laughs> oh
3: <my God. laughs> there are many in-game items that toad can sell uh the 99 cent tier includes every third mushroom becomes a bottle of Excedrin Migraine preventing Mario from receiving the it's-a-me, a uh, a migraine debuff due to excessive brick smashing. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Uh, It also, for
3: $1.50 added Inspector Koopa. Now Inspector Koopa can be called to inform the Hammer Bros that throwing hammers is a serious OSHA violation. (laughs) (laughs)
4: That seems kind of necessary
2: It's too (laughs) real
3: Yes Well those are the 1.1 patch notes for Super Mario Bros Uh, I hope you guys Be kind, rewind, enjoyed
2: Uh Is he okay?
0: Yeah sounds like his brain is fried It's probably some kind of residual effect From being like in the wrong time I'm sure he'll just wear off or something
5: yeah, guys. I'm uh, slap bracelets.
3: Fine, Kevin Bacon.
0: Yeah, it's getting yeah. worse. Yeah.
3: It's Walkman, Rubik's cubes, Ronald Reagan, Alf.
0: Oh no. His body is rejecting being in the wrong time period. We have to bring him back. Three, two, one. Oh. Hey guys. Uh, I think I might have blacked
3: out for a little bit. Um. Why does everything taste like tab soda and
2: Mr. T cereal? And how do I even know what that tastes like? It's a good thing we didn't have him sign the waiver.
0: Yeah, agreed.
2: Or wait, maybe we should have? I don't know. Lawyer, tell <laughs> me. <him. laughs>
4: if we got one of those flashy things from Men in Black, <laughs> right? <laughs>
5: so from the 80s.
0: We wanted to find some really cool contorted way of bringing you some patch notes from the '80s. I hope that was. Somewhat entertaining and adventurous for you, um,
3: if horribly acted. If horribly acted,
0: <laughs> we kept What? Sort of the,
3: go ahead. I am expecting an Emmy. Okay.
0: <laughs> we had a couple things that had come up in our mailbag in our community. We had two questions that were uh, lined up exactly with where we were reporting on the roundup of E three this episode. Frulio asked a question of what was the most surprising reveal at E3 this year? And Dan Guitarman asked another question. What was the biggest thing missing from E3? Mind you, he's a PlayStation player with a sixth sense of humor. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we already know what the biggest thing missing from E3 was, but... I don't think there was anything missing. Oh, cold. Um, the uh, Poison arrows from nowhere. <laughs> We, we went on a speculation fest last episode, and the episode was actually named E3 Speculation Fest, and we had put a lot of ideas together on what we expected to see, what we didn't expect to see, and of course we don't know what we don't know, so we didn't know what to expect in every case, right? So there were a lot of surprises. We have our speculations. We're going to verify whether or not they were correct. Let's start and go in the same order that we did on the last episode, uh, and that was, we'll begin with Microsoft. We began. Uh, T-Rex with the speculation that perhaps more exclusives would be coming due to their recent acquisition of a lot of smaller studios. How did that turn out?
4: Well, we have at least two of the recently acquired game developers, Double Fine Studios and Ninja Theory. They will be putting out new games for the Xbox in, in the next year or so, uh, Psychonauts 2 by Double Fine, and Bleeding Edge, by Ninja Theory. They actually had gameplay footage of these, so I expect them to be out fairly soon. Psychonauts 2 is a known quantity. Uh, Bleeding Edge looked kind of like a MOBA to me.
1: Mm. With some uh, Borderlands-style graphics. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Looks fun though. I love the art style of Borderlands, yeah. and I love me a good MOBA. So if we could stack those together, and I don't know, capture the sense of humor of Borderlands would be great. Mm. Yeah. yeah, the sense of humor of Heaven Walker would be even better.
5: <laughs>
0: is he back yet? I think he's back to normal. All right. Um, so we also had a prediction that uh, announcement of launch games for next general uh, were going to come, and the answer there is kinda. Uh, we yeah, we, we sort of had... did. We had right. We had like a an indication that Halo Infinite would be a Project Scarlet launch title, and that Cyberpunk, I believe, as that was announced a little bit later in the Microsoft show, um, was kind of pitched more as like a title that could go in either direction.
4: Yeah, I think they were kind of doing the same, following the same track as a lot of the games that were late in the Xbox 360 generation did with the Xbox One. I think they'll put out versions for each, like what happened with the original Destiny and Dragon Age Inquisition. There was a they were so late in the console's life that they also put out a version for the new one too.
1: And don't forget Skyrim.
4: Don't forget Skyrim. There how many different versions of Skyrim are there though? Well, Over Skyrim 9, Scarlet. 000. Skyrim
1: Scarlet is also coming out, my sources tell me. Ah.
3: They have Skyrim for Alexa.
0: <laughs> yeah. We had also talked about the uh, we had speculated around the two different like potential versions of Project Scarlet that we had heard about, uh, which was a disc media and a discless Xbox, which I'm now starting to see probably the discless Xbox that was coming out of the rumor mill was like partially founded as the Xbox One S all digital edition. That rumor is mm-hmm. probably laid to rest with the release of that middling sort of console, right? Let's hope. <laughs> We've also heard through some tech updates on the Microsoft show that there were some really cool things happening with the Project Scarlet Xbox machine. So um, using solid-state drives as actual RAM is something that's going to be happening, which is about time, <laughs>
4: really. Yeah, They and they promised that the SSD as RAM arrangement could offer up to 40 times performance of the current Xbox One X. Uh,
1: I think you mean four times. Um,
4: No, I think I mean 40 because the four times figure was the bragging about the specs of the processors. Oh, okay. The, the The new optimized AMD processors are supposed to be four times more powerful than current gen. And all of that, their bragging leads to significantly reduced load time. And really, who likes to sit through load screens? Unless you're playing mm-hmm.
1: Anthem. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they, they do have some wicked didgeridoo solos on, on the Anthem soundtrack <laughs> that play during the load scenes. So. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I would imagine the only remaining Anthem fans are the ones who like sitting through load screens. At this point. So other things that will be happening on the new Xbox One, apparently on-machine ray tracing will be happening, which mm-hmm. used to Ooh. be a piece of cinematic screens in between right back when you had to have a separate rendering engine for your game and for your cinematics because your game couldn't be run at those rates nowadays right. real-time ray tracing will be taking place mid-game which is crazy they're running gddr6 memory which is like brand new fresh like i didn't even know we were up to ddr6
4: i would like to see the transfer rates on those yeah
0: i yeah, that would be Greek to me. I am, and I have to admit, like, am I the only one that ever gets like lost when it comes to discussion around like four times more powerful or 40 times more powerful? Like, I don't really know what that means. I think like, that's just marketing. Me neither. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like blast processing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause like, wouldn't you imagine there's like diminishing returns on that stuff anyway? So when they're like 40 times more powerful, it's not like you're. Like, I would think that that would be like that, rendering like that real means life it
4: draws 40 kilowatts for every one kilowatt
0: year. 1.21 <laughs> gigawatts. What <laughs> <laughs> we need more gigawatts, McFly. Um, so the um, this trip to the 80s is like jacking up my vernacular. All I want to do is make back to the future references now. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I was that's going to I was looking at our notes, and the next thing is x cloud information. And I'm like, you know, the uh, the um, The flux capacitor had an X on it, like, in the design. I'm like, that's all I can see is, like, the car, the DeLorean now. It's terrible. Anyways, um, so they did announce as well that Project Scarlet would launch uh, with Halo. Now, I don't think that means Halo is included. Uh, I don't think it means sells with Halo. I think it just means launches Mm -hmm. simultaneously. Yeah, that it's gonna be, be a system seller though. It's gonna be similar to the Halo Five situation with the Xbox One.
1: And just so people know, Halo Infinite is coming out for Xbox One as well. Don't worry, I'm not worried. But I was worried when he when Phil Spencer said uh, Xbox Scarlet is gonna launch with Halo Infinite. I'm like, so we're not getting Halo Infinite? Like, I gotta spend
0: five hundred dollars <laughs> again? Well, you may play. We're like not Infinite. gonna be in that line at midnight somewhere. Like <laughs> no, I only do that for you Star Wars. You own a tent. You own a tent. So <laughs> yeah, X Cloud, right? Just moving yeah. forward a little bit. X- yeah, Cloud. X Cloud, crazy. So console streaming now can make a server out of your console, and you can play from anywhere. Uh, so you can right. literally up connect to your console now. What and if did I misread this on this part of E3? Because like when I saw this, I did not see a mention of this only being for the next gen Xbox. Is, no, is it's for Xbox for, One. Yeah. Yeah, that's for this gen too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. literally, now you could already console stream like on your, your PC, own yeah. local Wi Fi to a Windows yeah. PC. Yeah. But apparently, there's a lot more options coming, is the impression I'm getting. So, yeah. Really cool. I don't know what that's going to look like, but. I'm ready. We yeah. had predicted the push for the combined gold and Games Pass uh, would take place based on our discussion uh, earlier in the show around deals uh, profit. I guess we were right. So I was hmm. one of the first to sign up. Yeah, good good guess <laughs> on that one as well. So uh, added Game Pass. Oh, also uh, Game Pass for PC was added. It's to that. free. So yep. and that's free, which is it a is major included. selling point. Yep. Yeah.
1: Otherwise separately little, it's four ninety nine a month.
0: Yeah. You got a lot of blending between PC and Xbox play these days, which I'm I'm surprised it took this long, but it looks like we're only going further down the rabbit hole on that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um exclusive. So we talked about a couple of these, right? Gears of War. Um No, no war
4: <laughs> Gears. They have dropped the of war from that. So the game is just called Gears Five. Blech. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I like Gowl better. Mm. Well, I think it's so that there's no longer a con- any confusion between Gears of War and God of War. Um you think so, really? Like, really? That's the like- only thing I can think of. Well, if you see G.O.W. That's... Yeah. yeah.
1: In a review
3: or... Next, that forum
4: I always or took that as
1: Gears of War. I never took that as God of War. Uh, but of course, I'm not really a PlayStation guy myself. So
3: right. Next it's just going to be called G, and then after that, it's going to be like a weird print symbol that's just the game formerly Unprodu- known
4: as unproduced. G. Just <laughs> going to be the just just going to be the gear. It's going to be a uh, logo.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, we have to new have a new emoji. There you go, guys. We've reduced this down to its primal state. <laughs> Next, it'll just be an electron. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, you know who gets confused about Gears of War and God of War? The mom in Walmart on December right. 24th. Yeah. That's yeah. who gets uh, confused. Yeah. And children's yeah. hearts are broken on December 25th all day long. So It's the person you want not to be confused. But at the same time, do you really think, like to Kenny's sort of like, knee-jerk reaction, I share the same one, which is, do you really think Microsoft is moving out of the way? I, I You know... No, our name sounds like your name. Sorry, you can have it. Let me get over here. Like, I would be really glad if some of my copies sold on the back of God of War by accident. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, It's wild speculation. We'll never know. We'll never know. But what we do know. Probably not. Is that on September 10th, uh, this title releases. Um, As well, in July, there's availability for a multiplayer tech test. Uh, and There are some really cool uh, new multiplayer modes. And uh, those include references to Terminator, which, you know, let's talk about another film (laughs) tie-in, should we?
4: It's going to be a new skin. They, They did unveil a Terminator skin for multiplayer that is is an endoskeleton from
0: Terminator. I saw a T-1000 stepping on a dude that's what I saw no you saw a T-800 my friend T-1000 is the liquid metal oh, shapeshifter gosh. did you see oh. how serious he got on me just there <laughs> yeah he knows it's T-Rex not T-Rex is straight up defending his robot people right now so <laughs> I, yeah, I'm get. i not gonna, gonna coming against your people I get it <clears throat> so State of Decay also right has a uh, DLC Yes, it does.
4: It's called Heartland, and it is a return to the more story-focused gameplay, and it actually takes place in Trumbull County from the first State of Decay. Okay.
0: Let's return to the formula that worked because this one is not.
4: The formula worked; it's mm-hmm. just buggy as all
0: get yeah. out. So, if profit, profit—if you are looking at my notes, I am very sorry, but I made a—I made a remark in here. I think we were talking about speculation around Halo Infinite: would it be coming? Uh, would it be talked about? And my response, as I watched D three, was yes, but meh.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, hmm? Here, here's what I'm happy: they did okay. not show another character like Locke or the Arbiter, but they did show that pilot who I'm scared we're gonna play 50% of the game has (laughs) 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 did you guys hear that pilot has a name now though doesn't matter don't care I don't want him to have a name (laughs) that
0: gives him too much
1: now now, now, now I'm even more worried
3: because he has a name the internet has named him this is not his official name but oh good the internet took a name took a reference from Halo CE where Cortana says all that's left is dust and echoes so the internet has named this new pilot Dustin Echoes
1: Uh, <laughs> that's fantastic <great.
0: laughs> so good mm. but um, that trailer was meh I was very confused by it like I didn't see anything that wasn't better graphic wise like than my glamorized was, memory of like Halo 3 like yeah I didn't that was a
1: rendered that was a rendered trailer that was no gameplay that was just like okay the Armor looks very plastic.
0: Yeah. It wasn't even a yeah. good rendered
1: trailer. That was my point, they too. Are, yeah.
3: They're definitely going for a more stylistic approach to this one than the previous games. I mean, Ugh. nobody
1: remembers a plot of Halo 5. So, <laughs> I guess, yeah, okay. It will never he, end. I had, to go, I had to go look it up on Wikipedia, what happened in Halo 5, because why is he out in space? Nobody Whatever. played to the
0: end, because they didn't want to play the lock levels. So, yeah. yeah, you got a good mm. point there. Yeah. I thought the last level was a Master Chief level.
1: Um, I th- Or maybe the last one no, I played, the last, I do the know. last level is where Cortana, like, you know, is chasing the U.S., uh, whatever that ship is called. UNSC. Yeah, UNS- yeah she SC. goes
3: all Megazord.
1: Yeah, and chases them through slipspace and, you know, converts all the ship AIs to, like, pay homage to her, but... Um, Almost all of yeah. them. Roland stays loyal. Yeah. yeah. So, please yeah. don't make us play as that pilot. Yeah. <laughs> So I was
0: very confused on our next piece of news, right? So Forza I No Forza 8. I was almost dead cold certain that Forza 8 was going to be announced. Like it would only make sense it was on the rolling release schedule instead of forza 8 which i guess they're going to do in a direct later um we got a lego expansion (laughs) yeah to not forza 8 to not forza 8 right it's for horizon 4 it is available as of june 13th which means that by the time you hear this it'll be available for you now it's available now On Xbox yeah, Live, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is officially. I gotta go download six it. Six days old, so um, I guess if you got the 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 season pass for yeah, I got it. Yeah, for for, I mean, yeah. So mine. if you got like the mega hundred dollar, hundred twenty dollar jam, which is what I do on Horizon, Me so too. I've got Legos. Yeah, my. Nice. I mean my the Hot Wheels expansion on out.
1: Horizon Three was awesome, so...
0: Yeah, I did like the Hot Wheels. This will probably be good. Yeah, and I think we talked about this last episode as well. It's like, if you invert it, I felt like the vibe wasn't as cool, right? Because it was like with Hot Wheels, it was you take the actual cars, because cars are the central focus of Forza, and you put them on a Mm -hmm. Hot Wheels track, because that's cool. But if you took lego versions of the cars like you don't even you know you can't even admire the
1: artistry of the vehicle anymore that's kind of a Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i'll just see i'll have to see for myself what i'm very confused how this is going to come together it just seems like let's sell some stuff um is the vibe i got on this man we're seeing so much more commercial influence in this batch of gaming dlc releases and updates and new titles Mm -hmm. more than i've ever seen it's because disney Um, owns everything that's another reason sure i
2: mean you're probably not wrong yeah
0: yeah, it, it Disney does have
4: a, a controlling stake in, I think, everything. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: So one other speculation that I had taken uh, down was I had made a very bold statement that I believe that Microsoft was going to win the upcoming console war, which is a mm. very, very big statement. Um, it's kind of a disqualified slash not applicable uh, just because Sony sat out. and We don't know who's won yet because they haven't spoken. Uh, but mm-hmm. usually still speaks last, speaks best. Uh, and is remembered longer. At the same time, one thing that stood out to me at E3 was Microsoft got that stage and they owned it. An hour and 10 minutes, I think. Um... Well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, they announced Cyberpunk 2077 at the Keanu Reeves convention this year. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was kind of a big deal. And, you know, when when you have these developers, right, that are not necessarily Microsoft or even Microsoft affiliate studios that are looking for a slot. And then Microsoft says, hey, we'll put you in our time frame. Well, I literally saw hundreds of YouTube comments on that stream of this is why I'm buying an Xbox. People didn't mm-hmm. en- didn't even realize that Cyberpunk yeah. was coming out on PlayStation, right? Exactly because right. because Microsoft owned it and they pitched it on their stage with green in the background mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Mr. Breathtaking, you know, coming out on stage, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> this is uh, this is this is the advantage they've given themselves. So I'm I'm still putting. All of my chips down on Microsoft wins, uh, just because they took the time that Sony would have had to put out some, you know, cross-platform titles and own the presentation and the spin, um, and they didn't. We had also talked about, uh, gosh, all sorts of stuff about Fable last episode it was mostly out of love and just you know nostalgia mm-hmm. yeah um yeah. It,
4: it, it was hopeful anticipation that they would announce something <laughs> for fable 4 not as much of a prediction but man was that a big whiff <laughs>
2: <laughs> we didn't even get a whiff
4: yeah yeah no
2: <laughs> you could say
4: yeah no swing and a miss on that
0: prediction right Oy. and we had uh we had already talked a little bit about uh cyberpunk Right. Just because we were talking about the uh, convention. But uh, I have heard rumors that there's a difficulty slider available in Cyberpunk that ranges anywhere from one being easy to four being you killed his dog, man. Oh, forget it. It's (laughs) over. (laughs) (laughs) Just give up now. Right. Cyberpunk 2077 releases on April 16th, 2020. So we've got still just short of a year. Uh, before it comes out. And it is life. available
1: for pre-order right now,
0: so. It's available for pre-order now. It's not like they're going to mm-hmm. run out of copies. It's digital. Um word to the wise yeah. on this. I know you're excited everybody. Don't do it. Don't yep. do it. Mm-hmm. The history has taught us plenty. Although
1: No, not from CD Project Red. I think Red. Anthem they're, has taught us this yeah, lesson. If it's oh, if gosh. it's an EA game, yes, that is true. But CD Project Red, they're a great studio. Their last awesome game was Witcher 3. All the DLC mm-hmm. for Witcher 3 was free except for the expansions that was extra but all the other DLC was free that they made out they pushed out every 2 weeks i think they pushed out new content
4: yeah they would so they would put like one new quest or a new armor set or a new weapon or what? something for free yeah.
0: so yeah, i didn't do the witcher when it was contemporary i did it like a year later oh okay but yeah. dude i got the witcher See? plus like blood and wine and the other one yeah yeah um for like like ten bucks. You could,
1: yeah, you could get you. You can nice. definitely get over ten bucks now, and that game is awesome. Mm-hmm. So
4: you can still go back and get those freebie yeah. new armor sets and new mm-hmm. minor twists. Yep. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. So some so, other stuff
0: we saw just to round out Microsoft, right? Star Wars, mm-hmm. the Skywalker Saga, nine films, one Lego game. How can you possibly go wrong? Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z RPG. Heaven, you're making faces. I have Do you heard... have an opinion on this one. Who me? Oh yeah.
3: Oh no! I, that was my opinion on uh, the Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars. Uh-
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a face of disgust because you couldn't hear the sound of his face. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I I have to admit I'm not a big fan of Lego games. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, Some people <laughs> right.
3: Well, the fa- the face was like <laughs> I was excited and that uh, yeah I don't know I don't know I make weird faces anyway yeah. <laughs> As someone who plays Lego games very regularly and is not guilty about it at all, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely excited for this one because by the looks of the trailer, they are going back to the old style of Lego games where th- there isn't any recorded voice acting, but mm-hmm. it's like more miming and like uh, visual comedy, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is pretty
0: cool. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Agreed. I agree with the that. The Lego
0: though. movie ruined the Lego games. <laughs> <laughs> right. One might say that we would be better at visual comedy since we just attempted audio comedy. Yeah. <laughs> we can only go up from here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Still waiting on an Emmy. <laughs> yeah. It's in the mail. Oh, uh, just like your red mushrooms. It's a pipe dream. Um,
2: <laughs> let's see.
0: So 60 games was the number that Phil Spencer came out with. I love Phil, though. He's like Ooh. the coolest dude. Um 60. Also... 30 of which were coming to Game Pass, um, like immediately. And um, so Elite Controller 2 would be silly if we didn't talk about that for at least just a second, right? Yeah. Um, this is a expensive monster of a controller, um, but we have seen uh, competitors like Scuff jump mm-hmm. into the retail space. Most recently, I think you can pick up the Scuff PlayStation 4 controller, uh, their Pro Controller, for $250. I guess there's just as much tech slammed in there. I don't know. Yeah, um, they
1: have they have one more profile, so now there's three profiles you can use. There's like uh, multiple yeah. settings on the hair triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, all all I care about is that the rubber grips don't peel away after you uh, you know constant use, like on mine. Because once it starts peeling away, you're yeah. using fix the right it.
0: Bluetooth tech technology. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy to me that they had ridden out like that short range. Cruddy sort of like voice chat tech. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know the the regular old plain vanilla boring Xbox controllers mm-hmm. uh, were running like Bluetooth 2.0 or whatever it was, and yeah, you couldn't w- get an elite controller with it.
4: My feeling on that is, if I'm going to pay approaching 200 dollars for a game controller, I better be able to play Steel Battalion on it.
0: <laughs> 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 I, I have enough buttons. Um. All right. Okay. So well, last once, you paddles, once you go What's paddles,
1: once you go paddles, you don't go back. I'm telling you. The, uh, yeah. finger, the uh, finger paddles on the bottom of the controller, you'll never touch yeah. the uh, face buttons again mm. once you
0: get used to them. Mm. Let's round out this Microsoft uh, stage piece here. So Dying Light 2 was a thing. Apparently you have a bracelet that yeah. seems to, in the trailer, repress your advancement into zombification. That's the vibe yeah, I guess.
4: It seems that Dying Light 2 picks up immediately after the ending of the Dying Light 1 expansion, The Following, mm-hmm. which had your character being infected with the zombie virus, mm-hmm. which grows more intense by night. Mm-hmm. Hence the title, Dying Light. Got it. it seems that you're picking up that character who is continuing to live in the city mm-hmm. that's been quarantined and, and sealed off. And just trying to survive, while also seemingly trying
0: to cure himself <clears throat> of the zombie virus. Yeah. So, last game, Crossfire X, which appears to be something that Microsoft is very excited about. I have no idea what it is. And I guess it's a PC title, but I've never heard a lot of PC gamers excited about it either. Um, but apparently it's coming I'd never next year, and we're supposed to care about it. So... I'm suspending. Judgment. Well, it'll be free to play. Yeah, it'll be free, from what I understand. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. It's a, it might just be another shooter. So mm-hmm. might not. Yeah.
1: Don't f- don't forget Flight Simulator. Oh yeah, Flight Simulator. Oh, and, oh yes. yes. Hey, one not? Fantasy Star Online.
0: Yep.
4: Fantasy Star Online two. Mm-hmm. Two yes. For the first time in the West. Nice. We'll come to Xbox first as a timed exclusive, then PlayStation.
0: Mm. Man, which PlayStation has been doing to Xbox for years. So yes, interesting how that inverted on that. So we've also, who else got a piece of the stage, but Gearbox uh, doing a little bit more reveal on Borderlands 3. Cannot wait for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, release date of September 13th, 2019. I made some sort of a silly comment the other day. I think it was actually to uh, Kenny, if I'm not mistaken. I said something about, oh, you heard that Borderlands <laughs> 3 got pushed back, right? It turns out to be a nasty rumor. And E3 confirmed that that was not the case. So, Ooh. um, but it had been said. That it was getting pushed into 2020. I don't remember where I got it from, but I heard a lot of people saying the same story. So I think somebody in a, like a gaming journalism position might have speculated, uh, might have gotten mm-hmm. misinterpreted, and a lot of people started talking about it. But it's great that uh, that they're wrong. So yeah, have seen about 15 minutes of gameplay. Um, apparently they flew a lot of people up, paid for their plane, paid for their hotel, let them play Borderlands for a few minutes. Did not allow them to record, and then sent them home uh, with canned footage and said, render whatever opinion you'd like on your social media platform of choice. So there's a lot of gameplay vid out there available right now, but it's all the same video. So just, you Mm -hmm. know, if you're looking for a different video, you're not going to find it. Um, But you'll hear different voices and watch the same video again if you want. They can dice it up and (laughs) edit it however they want, but it's all going to be the same content in the end. But Mm -hmm. point made, Borderlands 3 still looks amazing. A lot of quality of life improvements over the last couple titles, but it's still an amazing title. Um, I think it's going to be the one that brings us together. And here's me hoping that it's cross-platform. Should be. I mean, oh, I, I can't imagine man, that it that wouldn't with the trend and the way things are going. I mean, unless Epic Games just has this thing where they're the only ones that can somehow pull it off. Um, <laughs> which kind of seems to be the case right now. Mm. You know, We'll see. Got to be more of that to come. I would love to stop talking about Microsoft, though. Um, Because we've talked about Microsoft for a good, solid chunk of change, and Nintendo is super important, and we have a quote-unquote expert. I'm reducing you down to quote fingers, Kenny. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Enthusiast. We have an enthusiast. (laughs) We have an aficionado, I guess you could say. Um, So, Kenny, tell us a little bit about the world of Nintendo here. We had a lot of speculation. How'd it go?
2: You know, it went pretty good. Uh, As usual, that pre-recorded direct, uh, exactly what we could have expected. A nice long direct as well just under an hour we had also received a pokemon direct the week prior uh, and got a release date for pokemon sword and shield that's gonna be mm. coming out november 15th just in time for the holiday shopping before black friday all the the big shopping holidays for families and getting ready for christmas so Link's awakening also received a release date uh, instead of the rumored june release date it is coming to us september 20th uh, so something big to look forward to later this fall. Cryptid the the Necrodancer, though, uh, Cadence of Hyrule, did finally get a release date for a couple of days later. That was June 13th, so it's currently available. It is a lot of fun. I have been playing that. It's a blast, uh, and the curve for difficulty is not too great if you've played... Crypt of the Necrodancer games in the past, and some of them are on really good sale right now. Mm-hmm. You should pick them up, but they they can be kind of hefty to get a hold of. Animal Crossing, we finally saw a gameplay preview for that. No mention of DLC yet, but the game got delayed. We had been told last year we would get a 2019 release, And it's getting pushed back to March 20th of 2020. Hmm. So we could still see DLC talked about at a later Nintendo Direct because they will do another one in the fall. But man, much wailing and gnashing of teeth (laughs) among the (laughs) Animal Crossing community because we have been waiting for this game since... 2013 mm. uh was when the the previous game launched so it's just it's been a number of years we're we're very ready yeah. for this animal crossing game and then somebody had mentioned metroid prime 4 that we might get news about that Did we, we Did didn't oh sorry prophet <laughs> no no news for you yeah um but i'm guessing probably if we are going to receive an update this year it would be that fall direct again There's, I think, plenty of news still coming, Uh, but that's not to say that E3 wasn't full. There were a lot of kind of sly things, (laughs) we'll call it sly, that Nintendo did with their E3 segment. Um, Empire of Sin, which is a new IP, uh, a Chicago mobster-based game. Uh, There's not a lot of information that I could find on the internet about this. There's not even really any gameplay that was shown at E3. It's just an announcement trailer. We're also getting more Resident Evil remakes. So if you love shooting zombies, you can now shoot zombies from Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6 this fall, which is very, very exciting. All of the Resident Evils are getting remakes and remasters. In
0: high definition.
2: And they're going to be beautiful so so beautiful some of the other big news is astral chain coming august 30th fire emblem three houses coming july 26th Mm. you guys mentioned the witcher 3 earlier and i didn't realize how popular this game was but it's also receiving Uh, a switch port yes
1: and i shall be getting it with
2: the dlc yep you are all the play on the go Yep,
1: all the dlc all the (laughs) all the uh, expansions everything included
0: I yeah, could just buy it's... it last week for ten dollars on Xbox, but I'm gonna buy it plus all the packs for a hundred on Switch tomorrow. Oh my
2: goodness.
0: <laughs> well, on Switch I can take it with me when I travel to my next international destination. Yeah. Yeah. Kill some monsters. So I was blessed enough around this birthday season to get a Switch. <gasps> um, Congratulations. Thank you. And I have discovered some things about the economics of Nintendo gamers. Mm. They're rich. <laughs> Are we? I think so. Either that or all you do is game. <laughs> because wow. I mean, these titles. And you know what? It's funny. I actually it was a it was a very um surreal experience because the way I bought a switch was I was actually at a local Best Buy, which I swore I'd never buy a console at. Um mm. and because uh, I like the little guy. I like going to the local shop and you know. Yeah, yeah. But I was at Best Buy, they had a Nintendo demo day. And I already knew our regional rep from Nintendo from a different thing. So Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about Nintendo and we got to play the pre-release of um, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, um, Mm -hmm. like hands-on prior to drop. And that was just really cool. And I just had a moment where it felt like very custom, you know? It was like, man, this is the time for me to get a Switch, you know? And then so, (laughs) um, and as we all... Not we all, but some of us know uh, sometimes when your wife gets you a gift, it's basically just allowing you to spend your money on a gift. So um,
5: <laughs> that's
0: what it was in my case. And so uh, she was, I was blessed enough to not have wife aggro um, generate. Mm-hmm. So uh, that happened. But the reason I say that is the Nintendo rep described the cost of Nintendo games so beautifully. She said, Nintendo titles, first party titles are evergreen.
2: Yeah. Evergreen. Yep.
0: Or hecka expensive. I mean, you can go with other <laughs> one whichever, but Yeah. I mean, evergreen is good. I mean, and I guess in a way they've done themselves a favor, right? And you know, I noticed though when I started pricing stuff at like GameStop, like for trade, um mm-hmm. they sig- they consistently, like Nintendo first party titles consistently trade in at half of the value you would buy them for, uh, which mm-hmm. cannot be said about any other console. No. Like I could trade in Red Dead right now for like get a quarter. yes, yeah. and I'd still have to buy it for fifty, I think right now, yeah, yeah, just there's there's release titles for the switch that are still sixty bucks. crazy. anyway,
2: yeah, they they retain their value so well. Even if you look at previous console generation games for Nintendo, it's very common to find these first party games at if not above, their original retail cost it's just it's Mm. just something because i think nintendo has never been open to cross-platform and releasing their games on other systems they can kind of control the market Mm -hmm. a little bit and therefore the secondhand market also reaps that benefit Mm. i guess if that's how you want to view it (laughs) yeah but we also had a couple other really big things uh shown off during nintendo's not only their direct, uh, which is like their keynote, but also during the Treehouse Live, which is like the next couple of days. They do a lot of gameplay demo, live gaming with developers and, and members of the the North American team. They showed off Luigi's Mansion 3, which I think I had predicted was going to be pretty much the big thing after Animal Crossing. And it was really well received. Uh, it looks like they're even dabbling in some online multiplayer Mm. which for nintendo is kind of a big deal i know all you xbox and playstation people are like spoiled because it's like duh we always our games always have multiplayer Mm -hmm. online but that's not really the case for nintendo so people were really excited to see that for luigi's mansion 3 no title officially yet and also no launch date so Mm. maybe we'll see that later this fall maybe a launch next year we also had some smash news both the hero from dragon quest and banjo kazooie were announced as smash fighters Whoa. so that's big big news banjo kazooie fans hugely hugely excited for that i'm
3: super excited i didn't have a switch previously and i would always joke with my friends who have switches and i would say if, if they put banjo in Smash, then maybe I'll get a Switch. Because I didn't <laughs> think it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And well, now I have to.
0: And now your sword is a bird. Yep. So, yeah.
4: <laughs> no choice. You painted yep. yourself into a corner there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then the last, the last, the final, the biggest announcement from Nintendo: Metroid I Prime didn't 4. Think they could do it. No, shush. <laughs> no Metroid for you. Breath of the Wild. Two, <gasps> they announced the sequel in development for Breath of the Wild. Two,
4: wait, got, a Zelda we, game is getting a direct sequel? A
2: direct sequel, which has not happened so since Majora's Mask. I mean, you could you could say Wind Waker had a sequel on the Game Boy Advance with Phantom Hourglass. Oh, sorry, that was the DS uh, with Phantom Hourglass. You could kind of make that comparison. But this will be the first time since Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask that we've had a direct sequel, same engine, like Mm
0: -hmm. same Same
2: generation. It's the same link. And I'm just, I'm freaking out. It's so wonderful. Could be
0: cool. Will be cool.
2: No, no, we're going to, we're not going to see it next year. I want to see it next year. We're not. It's going to probably be 2021.
4: Yeah.
2: Before we see this game holiday. Yeah.
4: Well, they got to figure out how to encode the online
0: multiplayer.
2: No, please. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our Nintendo news uh, in our in our in our updates for E three.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kenny, for that. Um, so here is your update for Sony. And I'm done. That was it. That was your <laughs> Sony update.
4: <laughs> well, you you talked about the the console war earlier, mm-hmm. and 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 that it Microsoft may win by default mm-hmm. because they were the first to hit the market. I would like to bring this to some scripture here. Proverbs. 1817, the one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. So this console war might not be over.
0: So saith the Lord. So saith the Lord the console war is not over. Oh my gosh. And this is how we turn this episode into a hybrid faith and gaming channel (laughs) episode. Yep. Uh which is not the way we usually go about it. (laughs) But hey, sometimes you take what you can get on an E3 episode. Am I right? Okay, so (laughs) There we go. So T Rex, what about uh PC?
4: I was able to find two big things that happened at E3 was the announcement of Baldur's Gate 3. Mm Which is a PC classic from Bioware, but depending on your opinion on Bioware's last couple of releases, it may be good news for you that Baldur's Gate 3 will not be a Bioware product.
5: Hmm. Woo! Yeah.
4: So, there's that.
1: Bioware, Bioware. As far as hardware. There's a game. I think I played it. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Okay. Continue. <laughs> as,
4: as far as hardware, I didn't find much as far as video cards, but I did find an article that mentioned the announcement of Intel's new i9 processors. Okay. Which are going to be considerably faster. The ninth generation i9-9900KS coming this holiday, and it's supposed to be blowing the doors off of anything they have out right now
0: okay so that ks stands for crazy speed got it (laughs) yes that's how they do it at intel
4: Mm. that is indeed well it's better than like throwing an x in there for no
0: reason (laughs) i feel like that's been done i believe amd did it i feel like microsoft did it xbox one yeah x iphone x which actually, if you take Xbox One X though and you turn it into an acronym, it actually becomes so meta because then it's Xbox.
4: It's back to Xbox. Yeah. Whoa. Mind <gasps> <Blind> blown. blown.
0: <laughs> Holy cow. So Bethesda T Rex, I'm gonna just pull the starting cord here and just let you run off. Uh, take us through uh, everything that happened with Bethesda in your in your opinion.
4: Okay. Well, we're gonna get a new expansion to Elder Scrolls Online which will take place in Elsewhere, the home of the Khajiit. Mm -hmm. We kind of figured that was going to happen. But also, other news involving Elsewhere is the Elder Scrolls Legends card game is about to get a new expansion, the Moons of Elsewhere. It'll, It'll be available for download soon. That's a mobile app, by the way. Elder Scrolls Blades also is getting a little bit of work done to it on the mobile end. The, there would there be a competitive rebalancing and a little bit of extra news for Elder Scrolls Blades. There's actually going to be a port of this mobile game to the Nintendo Switch, and I can only hope that it gets called Switch Blades. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, pray. Po- moving Just back pray. to the yeah,
0: pray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what we pray Move, for, guys.
4: <laughs> moving back to the to the other consoles. Uh, Fallout 76 is getting. DLC called Wastelanders which will include gasp living human NPCs. Right.
2: What? Can't believe right. it. What?
4: Yeah. They're finally addressing the biggest complaint people have had since launch other than the connectivity and balance
1: issues. There's people I can't <laughs> believe. Are they going to be, like, be
0: clouds. like Go ahead.
1: Are they going to be like androids or something or they are going to be They're living human be beings? Apparently.
0: Whoa. Hey, guess yeah, what? Not, we not, found the people. You know.
4: Not dead bodies with notes in their hands for you to read, oh telling you to do the next stage request. I
0: knew people wanted more Fallout in their Fallout game. Yeah, right? Yeah. I get amazed sometimes at some of these E3 announcements. Like, okay, I get it. Keanu Reeves is kind of like America's darling right now. I understand that. <laughs> yeah. He's been doing some cool stuff. He walks out, he calls everybody breathtaking. Um, has a very awkward exchange with a member of the audience about how great they both are um and that's all fine you can smile because keanu reeves literally walked off the screen in his own cgi rendering onto the stage and nobody saw it coming like they kept such a tight lip on that but when Mm -hmm. when bethesda opens their mouth and says we're gonna add people (laughs) you got the same crowd reaction yeah, What is it yeah, about it culture crazy. these
1: days? Fanboys, you
0: there know, fanboys. One, there
3: was one particular dude in the audience. Every single time someone said something, he'd be like, yeah! <laughs> like, really loud. And I was I'm like...
4: like I think that was actually Todd Holland's yeah. friend.
0: <laughs> it's like yeah, a hype man. They hired him. Yeah. He's a guy that bounces around wearing the, the dragon, the silk dragon shirt behind the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> hype man? The hype man. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, I just find it interesting that game developers now, the trend is like announcing features for their games that should have been in the game when it began. To begin with? As oh, yeah. like Gosh. brand new features. Like, our game has NPCs. It's almost yeah. like a
1: Pavlovian response at this point, isn't it? Things yeah. we should have yeah. expected from the very beginning. And now they announce it as like extra stuff, and we all cheer. It's kind of an interesting dynamic now.
4: Speaking of Fallout 76, there's also upcoming a Battle Royale mode called Nuclear Winter. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. As a new player to Fallout 76, but a long-time Bethesda player, uh, my response is, why?
0: (laughs) And I know, audience, you can't see us, but uh, we have two out of four people... Shaking their heads with serious (laughs) disappointment and adult level resolve. So
2: it's just, it's just gross. (laughs) It's just gross.
4: And as far as the things we wanted to see, like something more than still images for Elder Scrolls 6 or Mm -hmm. anything at all from uh, Starfield, their new IP, they get the, we just got a vague assurance that the team is hard at work mm. my guess is that these games are 18 to 24 months away so we're not going to see those anytime soon hard at
0: work isn't that the same cringy thing that the the outside of e3 bioware interview was like uh heaven you were telling me about that weren't you
3: what um, oh the, the uh the anthem like interview yeah 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 that was the most. We've awkward, got some work to do. That was the most awkward thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "So where's Anthem?" And they're like, "You know, we're working on it." <laughs> and
1: are that you? Was, are you really? Yeah.
4: <laughs> they have promised that fixing Anthem is priority number one for them, and I guess the person who said that forgot they're supposed to
0: be working on Dragon Age Four. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> So, I feel like the guy who had to represent EA during that interview was somebody who got in big, big trouble at work. And in order to save his job, he had to go to that interview and say those things. <laughs> like they made him a fall yep. guy. Anyways, so yeah, nothing on Starfield, nothing on a new Fallout game. We
4: did have a few surprises out of Bethesda in their announcement. Mm. Rage 2, feel like it came out a couple of weeks ago, already getting, already getting DLC and called getting Rise of the Ghosts. Yeah, Rise of the Ghosts? Yeah. Okay. There were three trailers for the next game they unveiled, which was the new Doom game, Doom Eternal, which is due out in no- late November, so just in time for holiday scrambling for finding gifts. The next game I'd like to mention was Ghostwire Tokyo. And the game itself is something similar to The Evil Within, which is a game developed by the same developer. And on the note of the developer, they had her make the announcement personally and she became the internet's newest favorite person. Her name so is So cute. Her name is Ikumi Nakamura and seriously Google her. She is awesome. Okay. <laughs> The next game is one also developed by an outside developer that Bethesda bought. It is called Deathloop, and it is basically like a shooter version of Groundhog Day, or maybe a non-alien-involved version of the movie Edge of Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. They also announced two Wolfenstein games, Wolfenstein Youngblood, in which the player takes takes on the role of B.J. Blazkowicz's <laughs> twin daughters and continues his fight against the Nazi... I, I don't even know what to call them. Zombies? Yeah. And they also announced Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, which is a VR game set in the Wolfenstein universe where the player assumes the role of a computer hacker. Mm-hmm. And that's about it for Bethesda. Yeah. We didn't get what we wanted. We got a lot of surprises. Mm-hmm. and. Maybe we'll get Switchblades.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Switch always gets like these kind of weird mobile game ports. Yeah. It's just every every developer that's like, you know, we have this idea for a mobile game. And, you know, we don't don't really want to spend time and money porting our actual games. But we can totally put our mobile game on the Switch.
4: We don't have anything on the Nintendo
0: console. So (laughs) let's give them a phone game. Yeah.
2: Here you go. Enjoy. And they do.
0: Yeah hopefully things like the witcher coming yep. over are going to change some of that hard to say yeah. yeah that'll tide me over to metroid prime four yeah <laughs> i have a counter running in the corner you're up to five that's fine five. oh what's that? that's fine that's fine <laughs> that's, that's fine it's, why are you why are you counting this is my meta leave me alone um so ea no actual keynote but they got a little piece of the microsoft stage right the EA Play segment, uh, two hours and fifty-three minutes in length. Enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order got a big piece of the stage, but it was actually, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was not the Microsoft show, right?
1: Don't pre-order. It don't was. Pre-order, don't, pre-order, don't pre-order. Don't
0: pre-order. Don't pre-order. Don't pre-order. Okay, I feel like you're summoning something. Are you right trying
4: now. to convince yourself, prophet? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I am.
2: I really want this
0: game, <laughs> yeah. but I can't pre-order it. Looks it. Pretty
2: good. Everyone it looks pretty. Good. Yeah,
0: it's it's EA and you're going against everything you believe, but uh, you want to, and I get it. I feel you. Yeah. They burned um, me already burn. on Battlefront
1: one and two. <laughs> so yeah.
4: on the plus side, it's not a Bioware release. It is Respawn Entertainment, yeah. who are famously known for Titanfall and Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know you, how that's going to be. Who, who
1: am I pre-order? kidding, man? I'm going to pre-order it as soon as I get off this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's literally unfolding <laughs> his wallet out of his back pocket. Yeah, I You're just take my money. Yeah. So Fallen Order does release on November 15th of this year. Looks really good. So I think they did a really good job rendering Forrest Whitaker in the game. Saw Guerrero. Yeah, yeah Saw Gerrera. And like the Keanu Reeves render was really good, too much in cyberpunk yes yes and much better than i don't know call of duty's kevin spacey render from not forever ago
1: oh yeah Um, yeah
0: so or john snow
1: from infinite warfare
0: oh yeah yeah so there's been a lot of uh interesting celebrity uh modeling pot shots taken lately but i I think we're kind of moving across that uncanny valley at this point and being able to get into this uh in a really neat way so our generation is going to see some cool stuff addition to the Titanfall universe, this is a prediction we made, uh, kind of. Um, a new character named Watson and a new gun is getting added into season two of Apex. It's E3, and it's another year, and it's EA. They're going to talk about Madden, and they talked about Madden. Um, they talked mm-hmm. about FIFA. They talked about NHL. Um, as a matter of fact, they've given us NHL this week uh, on Xbox for free. No MLB and no PGA, also confirmed. Sims, uh, we were joking about all kinds of different Sims DLC that might exist. So, like, (laughs) Adventures in Unemployment would have been good. Or Sims playing as Sims, which would have been uh, Second Life. And, Kenny, I think you called that Simception. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, none of that happened. Uh, We are getting DLC, but... uh, it, uh, not the kind we were hoping yeah, for. Yeah. So, what is the DLC T Rex? <laughs> I could not tell. You couldn't tell. <laughs> no. I just... Kenny, could you? I mean,
2: it was kind of unclear what they were doing. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Did they not release an actual title for it? Because I don't recall one. I usually I don't they either. have like a very clear title theme uh, for their DLC, and I just don't feel like we actually got that. Just like, yeah, it's DLC.
0: Yeah. Okay, take my yeah. money. It's for The Sims 4. Yeah. Now the last thing that we will talk about in terms of predictions that were made around EA was uh in the last I say the last cuz what I want to say is this is the last time we're going to mention this game ever again. Um is um <laughs> God willing, we all God willing, we all had three had different predictions here. T-Rex had predicted that there was going to be possibly some new content. Prophet had uh, predicted that it wouldn't be mentioned at all during E3. And I predicted that there would be a speaker that stood in front of a screen with a clicker. And 60 seconds as a moment of silence with an apology on screen. My prediction did not come true. Um, And T-Rex's prediction didn't come true either. Uh, Prophets was actually closest to the truth, which was a brief and awkward mention that they have hard work to do. Um, on Anthem. And it begs the question what does that even mean anymore? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. That's just
1: lip service. That's just saying yep. something to satisfy the people who still play it. All two of them.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, one surprise from EA outside of the scope of that was that uh, Battlefield 5 would have some DLC that actually goes to the Pacific uh, War Theater, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Neat. That's all I got to say about EA. Neat. Neat. Star Wars and otherwise neato. Okay. <laughs> um, pretty benign, some of that stuff. Square. Let's talk about Square. Dragon Quest Builders 2. Yes. It's a thing. Yep. <laughs> it's Minecraft in a dragons Dragon Quest world. I'm not going to lie. I'm more excited about Dragon Quest Builders 2 than I am about Wolfenstein. Yeah. Really? I mean, I've got me some oh. Wolfenstein titles. They're great. I just, I don't know. I've been in a season in my life lately where I want some cheeky cartoony fun. I don't know what it is. I'm just trying to push it light. And as I get older, I'm starting to realize there's some value in that. Even as an adult, um, mm-hmm. I dig it.
2: Yeah. And it's coming to switch. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: We had predicted life is strange too. We got it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess we did. We got a trailer for it. Um, we predicted yeah. kingdom hearts DLC. Did we get it? Yes, we did. Um, mm-hmm. So there's plenty coming there. A whole bunch more characters that I still don't know the backstory of, but I did realize on this in the store the other day that there is a release of Kingdom Hearts called The Story So Far. Um yes, which yes. I was not aware of, which is what, like one, two and two point five or something like that?
2: It has everything and it also has like trailers that have been condensed into movie format. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> as well. It so it really catches you up with this with the main <laughs> series if you wanna be jumping in okay. late in the game. <laughs> You're, totally allows you to do the that story
0: so far, aka, hey, we put YouTube videos on a disc for you. Kinda got of yeah. it. <laughs> okay, pretty much. Um, buy it for $60, please. Yes, mm-hmm. make thank you very much. Yeah. Um, okay, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yes, <laughs> yes, Woo. yes. I was very wrong. They <laughs>
4: did have a release date for it, and it is not. Three presidential administrations
0: from now. <laughs> Is that how we're measuring in that? I will. Yeah. Three alternate timelines from now. Very cool. I'm very excited about it. I just wish that I. I told uh, who was. I think I was talking to you about this. Heaven actually. I said they. Uh, it seems like Barrett's oh, yeah. personality was like. You have an option when you merge Mister T and Terry cruz together. You can take <laughs> the very best parts. But what would happen if you took the very worst parts? You would get Barrett from the Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> and then attach the machine no. gun to his arm. And then put a machine gun on his arm. Yes, yes. He was like, no. I'm going to shoot Never these things. These. Oh, look at that. I mean, it was like bad. Bad. Yeah. But it still still looks good. Um, I think the voiceover, I was mostly concerned about the voiceover for Cloud. If I didn't like his voice, it was going to ruin the yeah. whole thing. And I think they found a really good sort of like neutral like late teens/young adults. <laughs> good. <laughs>
3: I do I do enjoy I do enjoy the personality they gave him though because in the original Final Fantasy 7, he was, you know, he was kind of like at the beginning he was he was kind of like snarky a little bit and I think that's what they're going for cuz like more recent depictions of Cloud have been kind of like dark and emo for no reason. But uh they gave him they gave him some pretty good lines.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Um, so the Final Fantasy VII Remake, not only did it come with a gameplay preview, which I did not expect, um, but it also came with a release date. So, very excited <laughs> yeah. about that.
4: Though the remake for this remake is already three <laughs> three years behind development schedule.
0: <laughs> IDOS, some of the other uh, corner of Square, right? There were some uh, Tomb Raider talks, nothing on our prediction on Deus Ex, though. Seems like we came back empty on that. Um, Surprises that we did not see, almost as well under the lid as the uh, Keanu Reeves cyberpunk cameo walkout, both like him being in the game. Almost as cool as that was that uh, Square had kept under wraps pretty tightly an entire Avengers cooperative game that's been developed uh, with free DLC releases throughout the life of the title. Uh, Very much in the style and keeping of Overwatch where you get another character you can play as. Didn't seem to be too compelling to me. Just the vibe I got. It seemed like Marvel Ultimate Alliance minus the cartoon. Like if you took the squiggly lines off and then shrunk the roster down to a third of its size and then put them on a much more linear path. That's the vibe I got from this. It seemed okay, which I'm a super huge Square fanboy, so I wanted it to be a lot more than okay. I think when you start getting a larger cast, they start adding people in. I don't think I'm going to buy this on release day, though they might going to wait until a few DLC characters drop out and then it goes to price drop at the Mm -hmm. same time and then bang. I did hear from people
3: who got to see gameplay of the game at E3. Mm -hmm. From what I've heard, they think that the trailer did not do the game justice at all Mm. uh, and that the gameplay actually looks really fun. And the trailer was just edited very poorly and was mostly cutscenes that aren't really important to what people want in the game. Mm -hmm. So I have high hopes, but I'm going to need some more information before I put in that pre-order.
4: And another thing that surprised me about the announcement for this game is that they actually brought the voice cast out and interviewed them about the characters that they play. And it's not the same cast from the movies, obviously, but they did get some very big names in the voice acting world including uh, the voice of Nathan Drake himself Nolan North and also Troy Baker who is a very experienced video game voice actor mm-hmm. so they, they they've they've spent the money that and it looks like they're gonna get a quality audio experience out of this
0: mm-hmm.
4: okay at least on the audio end
0: yeah and then another one that's been in the talk a little bit uh, as we wrap up square. Um, Square has teamed up with Bulletstorm Maker People Can Fly to invest in Outriders, which I'm not entirely sure what Outriders is yet, based on what I was seeing. Square seems to have a habit of doing this with the murky trailers. Um, this right. wouldn't have been the first E3 where they've put out trailers for content that I have no idea what the game is until much later. 2018 was actually like their first E3 in, what, like three years? Several years. Yeah, until they showed back up. So I guess they were getting their uh, E3 trailer presentation rust knocked off yeah. or something. But um, I'm still not entirely sure what Outriders is. But it looks kind of cool. I like the persona. I like the vibe. It's got some grit. Um,
4: yeah. yeah. It's kind of a not sure if it's dystopian future on Earth or future on some unidentified alien planet. Yeah. But it, it it looks
0: interesting. Yeah. So we'll see. More on that. Um, There's been talk about Outriders for like the last six months, so I'm sure we'll just have more and more news. Um, Last Mm -hmm. developer we're going to cover as we wrap up our E3 roundup here is Ubisoft, and um, some updates there. Uh, T-Rex, I'm going to kick it over to you, man.
4: All right. Well, we predicted there would be some Division 2 DLC. Not really as much of a bold prediction because, well, we just got some new DLC in the last week or so for Division 2, but there's going to be a full expansion dropping in a few months that will have our faithful Division agents going back to Manhattan. Uh, What the story involves, we don't know yet. Going back to Manhattan. Going back to Manhattan. (laughs) We also predicted some Trials Rising DLC... Didn't see much in the way of that, or really at all. Mm -hmm. And the same story with Skull and Bones, which surprised me, because I thought that would be something that they would really tout, and I can only speculate that it means they're
0: behind schedule on that one. Hmm. Yeah, we had such a robust conversation about Skull and Bones plus Black Flag uh, the other day. Right. Um, I'm very surprised that we got nothing. I mean... Don't they know that we talked about it on the podcast for 10 minutes? Don't they Somebody owe us a response? Ubisoft,
4: they need to be listeners. Yeah. Yeah. They need to know what the voice of the few people we represent want.
2: Our, <laughs> our voices. They, they need yes. to know what we think.
4: Yes.
5: And if you who are
0: listening join Discord and bring 6,000 of your nearest friends, we might actually be able to change the direction the industry moves. All right. <laughs> anyway. <Yes. laughs> uh, There are quite
4: a few surprises in the Ubisoft presentation, Mm -hmm. though. Mostly revolving around non-gaming things. Though they did announce a few games. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, set for release in 2020. A new Assassin's Creed Odyssey story creator mode is forthcoming. Mm. Uh, There's going to be a new Rainbow Six game called Quarantine, which will be a squad-based survival horror first-person shooter. Which sounds kind of interesting. Um, And here's something that doesn't sound interesting to me is uh, Roller Champions, which will be a multiplayer futuristic roller derby game. Wait, 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 wait.
2: I I cannot believe this ended up being real. (laughs)
0: I, right. I feel like we talked about Alita Battle Angel on one of our podcast mailbag discussions, we though. We did. And how cool it would yeah. be to have Rollerball. Motorball. Motorball. Oh, be. Be. yeah, motorball. motorball. So, is this a... I didn't see this. So, is this a like a lifelike roller derby game?
4: It's kind of futuristic, and, and it looked more like a simulation of the sport of roller game, mm-hmm. roller, roller derby, rather than... Some sort of sci-fi take on it. Uh, the 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 trailer wasn't very long, and it was because roller derby is such a niche sport. I don't think I paid attention to it all that much, but it it just did not look like something that would interest me.
2: Yeah, it looks it looked pretty basic, uh, and there had actually been rumors uh, and leaks about this, and I thought they were fake. <laughs> so. I just can't believe that Ubisoft decided to develop this and like you have a couple of things looking at some of the promotional images where they've got lighting effects that kind of make it look like, you know, Tron or something. But for the most part, it's really just roller derby. Yeah, that's it.
4: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And for our next game that uh, they previewed for us, it's called Gods and Monsters and it's another game that takes us back to ancient Greece, but instead of getting into history like it like they do in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, we're delving more into mythology, hence the title Gods and Monsters. Hmm, kind of like God of War perhaps. <laughs> oh boy. In a bit of game related news, the next Ghost Recon game, Breakpoint, will be releasing in the near future. And it will star John Burnfall, who made a live appearance during the press conference and brought his rescue pit bull with him, who instantly became an internet sensation it's, <laughs> himself. Of course. Mm. Of course. Another bit of non gaming entertainment news that came out during the Ubisoft press conference is that Rob McElhaney, the star and co creator of the sitcom It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, announced a new mockumentary-style sitcom about game development, which will be called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. (laughs) And it's going to be released sometime next year on Apple TV. What the connection is between the game company and that show, you got me. I have no idea what that has to do with Ubisoft, but I'm a fan of Always Sunny, so
0: it might be pretty good. It seems like it might actually be pretty good. It's one of those yeah. things I may have to watch on an obligatory basis. So, <laughs> right
2: for work for Absolutely. work. It's I, I'm just watching this for work. <laughs> it is
0: research.
4: <laughs> yes. All right. And finally, the division is getting its own Netflix original movie, which stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, no release date. I'm 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 not a Jake Gyllenhaal fan, <laughs> and his last video game movie was. Not great, so I don't have high hopes for this. Mm. I I really wonder why Ubisoft had devoted so much of their time to
0: not games in it's their so weird. In in their presentation. It is just baffling. Well it's apparent that they didn't devote a lot of their actual time to games between E3s. No. That's <laughs> an option.
2: It just looks like a hot mess. <laughs>
0: this is kinda yeah. I think quite frankly, Ubisoft did what Sony was trying to avoid.
2: Mm. Maybe you know
4: that's
0: that's pretty right that that that's that's on the ball there. This is what it looks like when you just put up a hot garbage presentation in front of the whole world.
3: Well yeah what I noticed about E3 2019 and this includes kind of Microsoft in a way is that E3 2019 kind of almost just seemed like E3 2018 where are they now? Where most yeah. of the news was about stuff they announced last year instead of mm-hmm. new announcements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
2: it's a bad place to be with the with the fans.
4: Mm-hmm. And on the verge of a new console generation too, it's not really generating a lot of buzz from the forward looking perspective. Like, what's going to keep me gaming next gen? the roller derby game?
0: <laughs> watch it turn so. out to be like a complete sensation. Yeah, like the new Minecraft. Full classic. <laughs> like watch it be just the new PUBG <sighs> for a while. Oh my you gosh. You know, just nobody saw it coming. Here it is. Here's your new internet meta. And then there's like seven roller derby spinoffs, one by every major developer. <laughs> and then Maybe roller derby is everything. what's going to take out Battle Royale, guys. Don't oh sell yes. it to yes. me
4: <laughs> epic will steal every yeah. idea everybody else has
3: for their roller derby games. <laughs> the next, the next battlefield's gonna have a roller derby game mode.
0: <laughs> the next Fortnite's oh, yeah. gonna have a roller derby track in it.
2: <laughs> I, I can actually see that.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> skates at tilted. Yeah, I'm going back to tilted again. Everybody goes to tilted. That's where everybody goes to die, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> babies at tilted. <laughs> Oh, that was so long ago in the recording of the show, I can hardly even remember it. Yeah, that was like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, that was Death Stranding oh combined with Fortnite. <laughs> Babies at Tilted. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that will wrap up for us our E3 Roundup, kind of our Cliff Notes version of that. We've touched on every developer, every hardware uh, manufacturer that decided to participate. And, of course, you know, have rendered not only how did our predictions from last episode go, but given you a couple of opinions that I hope that I think I hope are useful. So I hope this has been a good source for you of information, opinions and and recommendations. Thank you for sticking around because that was a heck of a beefy main segment. Um, It's a (laughs) lot of content in there. So we are going to wrap up this episode with our mailbag, which I bet you thought we forgot about. We did not. Um, Which is really interesting because we have, um, Kenny and Heaven are both doing the let's wake back up dance because we've been at this for a while. (laughs) Profit. Wally asks, I
1: asked Matt King Obama version of this question yesterday, but I'm curious what other gamers think. For those gamers who have been playing since they were a child, Do you all think the new games come easy to them because either they grew up with harder game mechanics or they played so many games that picking up new control
0: patterns are second nature? Well, that's not for me because we've already talked about it. So what do you guys think?
4: (laughs) I think that it's not necessarily that you grew up with harder games. If you you pick up a game easier as an adult when you've been gaming your entire life, I think it comes from... You develop the hand-eye coordination from a young age and continue it I don't think it's necessarily a skill set as much as maybe an adaptation that you've made that helps you to pick up a new game, pick up a new controller, adapt quickly to it. I don't I don't know if it's necessarily comes from the difficulty of the game you were playing. Yeah,
2: it's almost like athletic conditioning. So if you if you if you have an athlete and let's say they play tennis, but then you have them play volleyball instead, you know, because they're an athlete, they're they're conditioned physically they're going to do pretty well at both the both sports, even the sport they're not like trained to do. I think it's really the same with gamers. You're conditioned to think in certain ways, uh, the hand eye coordination, hand eye (laughs) coordination. And so you're going to pick up different games more easily than somebody who just isn't conditioned to think and move their hands in that way.
3: Right. And I wouldn't say this is a universal rule because as someone who's played video games since they were four years old, I'm not, you know, particularly adept at any <laughs> any video games. I'm still trying to figure everything out, and uh, it's it's gaming is something where it's a you know it's a skill like everything else. Sometimes uh, people are more adept. At learning new things uh, in a particular area, and some people it takes more time. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say like to Wally, like, what makes you think that we're any better? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Preach. Um, I've, I've been gaming for th-
4: in excess of three decades, we'll say, and I can f- count on my probably one hand actually the games that I'm like legitimately good at. <laughs>
5: yeah
4: versus I like to play but I'm bad at. Right. And sometimes
0: we confuse the two for sure. Um, yes. I was going to say like you know the nostalgia goggles that I was talking about earlier when I said you know what I, I, I accidentally ruined Sonic by going at, going back and playing it. Sometimes when we look at these games we have nostalgia goggles about our own abilities as well. Um, <laughs> you know yeah. I went back and was like man I used to I used to kill it at Mario. So either I was really good and I got really bad or I was never that good to begin with. I can't tell <laughs> mm-hmm. either way. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think younger players are really good at like those twitchy titles that require like that rapid reaction. And then mm-hmm. older players I have found, uh, they let their salty war dog life experience go to work. And, uh, <laughs> we play crucible and destiny very well. Cause we hide like champions.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you
3: look, yeah, that's true. If you look at like, The professional gaming community, like esports people, uh, I follow the fighting game community a lot, and all of the professional fighting game players are either, like, 80% of them are teenagers, and there's maybe one or two that are above, like, I'd say, like, 30 years old, because, like, if those games that take, like, a lot of, like, reflexes and, like, twitchy movements and stuff... It's just younger people are going to have that way of (laughs) looking at it, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Younger people.
0: (laughs) Younger people.
2: (laughs) We have
1: a variety (laughs) of ages on the show today. So, um, I like to see how many of those younger people could beat Mike Tyson and punch out.
4: Yeah. 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 That's true. I was just about to make a point that, uh, that, that, goes along with the mad King Bob's point. Like, do you remember being good at super Mario brothers because you beat the game or because you got the infinite lives cheat and finished the, finish the game dying a hundred times along the that way. That is true.
1: The, the latter. The latter is yeah. the answer to that. Oh, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Prophet, what's next for us? Dan Guitar Man asks, what has been your console path and what has led you to pick a side in the great console war?
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: Uh, for me, I started with the old school 8-bit NES and always was a Nintendo guy until the super nintendo and then i was overseas for seven years so i missed a couple generations and when i came back is when the original xbox came out so i've always been an xbox guy sprinkled with some nintendo consoles like gamecube and the wii since i became an adult i've always been an xbox guy because um multiplayer on xbox is way better than nintendo's or playstations in my opinion so the games the exclusive games on playstation are better and nintendo you know, exclusives like Mario, Metroid, Castlevania; those things are always going to be fun. But for me, I'm always an Xbox guy, and I always will be. Even though <laughs> I had the Red Ring of Death happen to three Xbox 360 consoles, oh,
5: oh and man. I had,
1: and I am wow. on my, I am on my fifth Xbox One X for a variety of reasons. So, wow, um, some of those are not turns the fault out they're of not Microsoft. buoyant. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, they're not, they're not buoyant. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't survive being thrown to the ground. Okay. Um, and they don't survive lightning strikes. <laughs> if lightning hits your house, even if you have a surge protector, they may not survive. So I don't think any wow. of those were actually Microsoft's fault. I think uh, those were outside influences. Well, unless
0: Phil Spencer ran into your apartment and threw your Xbox on the floor. <laughs> that was yeah, definitely Microsoft's exactly. fault. But <laughs> yeah, I'll
1: always be an Xbox guy.
0: With uh, yeah. with some nin- with Nintendo on the side. I, uh, I started out the same. Uh, I, I was an NES guy until i couldn't afford an nes that was pretty much my jam so i was i was a kid right so i was like seven years old when nes was a thing and it took me i I must have been at least 12 or 13 years old before i realized you could control the ducks on the other side of duck hunt with the two-player controller Mm -hmm. while playing duck hunt (laughs) um i didn't know that for years first competitive multiplayer competitive Mm -hmm. multiplayer (laughs) it's the first asymmetrical multiplayer I did Nintendo only because we were really not rich in my house, Um, so we had a Nintendo. That was crazy that that even happened, Um, but I skipped Super NES. I skipped N64. I skipped GameCube. I was on the gray box for a really long time. I was blowing in cartridges for (laughs) 15 (laughs) years, maybe something it was a long time it was a long time and then um college came student loan refunds happened and a playstation one entered my life then a playstation 2 because that just made sense because counting seemed simple (laughs) um and halo made me buy my first xbox my og xbox um and for as much as i dash halo on the show sometimes it was definitely the 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 title that made me an xbox i guess you could say like main mm. but now having an awesome community and wanting to be in all places at all times i'm a, I'm a triple threat so i'm i'm using <laughs> an xbox and a playstation and a switch as of this week as of this threat. week so and i'm yeah. and i'm super stubborn too i know i put too much of my resource toward this but i'm running a one x a ps4 pro and a switch because i just just have to i don't know because I can't afford a gaming PC and I may as well uh, at least get the best version of the console. Who knows? Um, but I've been happy with the choices and it's been cool to mm-hmm. experience everything gaming has to offer instead of just like hearing stories and picturing how it should, how it must be. Um, but it's been really mm-hmm. cool going back to Nintendo after all that time. It's like the vibe has not changed after all these years. It's really weird. It kind of feels like coming home in a way. It's <laughs> really neat. Yeah. All right. Anyway.
2: Which is probably why I have stayed a Nintendo fangirl for my entire life. Mm-hmm. They own me. Yeah. <laughs> it is Because it, it is comfortable, right? Yeah. It's just like, these are the good old boys. Like, the same Mario you were playing 30 years ago, the same Link you were playing 30 years ago. They're still here. Mm-hmm. They're better than ever. And that's why Nintendo forever. Yeah.
4: Well... My gaming experience started with uh, the Atari 2600, my babysitter's son. I remember remember seeing my babysitter's son playing Pitfall for the first time, and it blew my (laughs) four-year-old mind. Like, that's a cartoon, but he's doing that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so Pitfall for the Atari 2600 was the first game I ever played. Now, the first console I ever owned was an NES, and I had that for years and years. Oh, you still have and it? And then I do still have it. <laughs> it still works. I it, it, it's put away right now, but it it, it does still play. Um, but then I went to the Super Nintendo, for the natural progression. I I played that until well into the PlayStation's life cycle, but. Uh, I had a cousin who had a Sega Genesis, so I got to play a lot of those because we would. He didn't have a Super Nintendo, I didn't have a Genesis, we would just swap when we got bored or got a new game. And so the same thing happened with. Well, go, go back a little bit. Um, my favorite games for the Super Nintendo were always the Squaresoft RPGs. And then. When I learned that Squaresoft was not going to be making cartridge-based games anymore, I was like, PlayStation. So, no N64 for me, but that same cousin also had a 64, so we'd swap out when we got bored with what we had.
0: That's cool. It's like a console share. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: It was, after that, for me, it was PlayStation 2, and I went through three of those, Hmm. And I put a lot of mileage on those things, so it's it's n- entirely not Sony's fault. Toward the end of the PlayStation 2 generation, I got an Xbox, and I played on that. It was kind of my diversion console, because my main was always the Sony. And then, for some reason, I just did not want to make the jump to PlayStation 3 when the time came. Mm. And I honestly think the issue that was that made me make that decision was backwards compatibility. And so I went with the Xbox 360 and the Xbox one after that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine what would have like secured that console war, right? If somebody would have put Blu-ray if, and backward compatibility on the same console, but you had to yeah. pick which one of those you wanted, right? You had to choose. I either want backward compatibility, Xbox, or I want to actually be able to play Blu-ray movies. And it was PS3.
4: Yeah. It was a non-issue for me. No, Blu-ray was yeah, just an expensive DVD in my mind
0: back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was where it was culturally, too. So that made sense. Kevin, um, yeah. what about you? Where'd you start?
3: So the first game I ever played was Streets of Rage for the Sega Genesis. Nice. So I started off That's with the Sega the Genesis. And then the first console that I had like for Christmas, because that was my dad's Genesis, the first console that I had like, was the PS2. And since then, I've been a PlayStation loyalist. Like, my three favorite video game characters are all PlayStation mascots. Uh, (laughs) Spyro, Sackboy, and Cole McGrath from the Infamous series. Um, (laughs) But I've noticed as time has gone on, I've kind of betrayed uh, (laughs) them a little bit. Not because I want to, but because... I love PlayStation, but most of, like, my friends all had Xbox, Mm -hmm. so I would end up buying more games on Xbox to play with them, but I always, every time there's a single-player game that comes out, I'm like, I'm getting that on PS4, Um, (laughs) just because. Yeah, so so right now I just have the PS4 and the Xbox One, and I switch a lot between them. I'm, like, the Benedict Arnold of gaming,
0: so... (laughs) Um, Frilio has a uh, last question for us
1: Frilio asks What do you do if you ask a non-believer For permission to pray for them But they politely decline Do you still pray for them Or do you respect their boundaries I've been in situations where I had co-workers Or friends struggling And I reached out and asked if I could pray for them But some have uh, felt uncertain about prayer Even if it was just me praying for them During my quiet time I'll answer this pretty simply Pray for them Um, You don't have to tell them you're praying for them even you know, right. if you know they're struggling, pray for them. That's, you don't have to advertise. You don't have to tell them, yo, man, I've been praying for you. If people are weird about that, then, you know, that's on them. That's not on you. Just pray for them anyway. That's mm-hmm. my two cents. Yeah. I'm
0: just going to say a second yeah. that.
4: I had a pastor once tell me that the best thing that you could do for someone is to pray for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And kind of, I guess... It's, I'm, I'm struggling not to say what they don't know won't hurt them <laughs> in response to Frilio's question about respecting their boundaries I do think that it that it is beneficial in your spiritual walk to pray for others and I just don't understand why someone would deny permission for you to do something that even even to them wouldn't affect them even if they don't believe in prayer where's the harm
0: yeah well yeah there's there's a certain thing there that yeah, if somebody tells you don't pray for me, then they truly don't believe that what you do is benign or of non effect. Right. There's a difference between like don't bother and no, I don't want you to do that. You know? Right. There's a discomfort yeah. with God in some way. There's a distance that's been created. And I've always said that if there's if you ever feel distance from the Lord, it's not He who moved. Mm -hmm. You know, he kind of stays put. So generally when somebody says, don't pray for me, it's oftentimes it's, it can be like a, can be a guilt situation very often, like a regret scenario. Now that's not always the case. Maybe there's a certain hostility where they feel like prayer may have backfired in their life at some point, but either way, it doesn't mean that they, the, the problem with that whole situation is that person who says, don't pray for me does believe in God. They believe that there's power in prayer, but they also have the wrong image of who God is. Mm -hmm. Those are the two things that I find present in almost everybody who says, don't pray for me. But it seems like maybe like a, a kind of a unicorn situation you had where it was like, oh, that's weird. You know, this has never happened to me before. It happens a lot when you ask everybody if you can pray for them and you just pray for them anyway but you don't necessarily, Wait. you don't get right in their face. Like I'm going to pray for you right now. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah that's not how that goes some... down. Um, yeah. Maybe
3: don't like immediately when they say, don't pray for me, lay hands on them and be,
0: and you speak know. in tongues. But your prayer yeah. changes, right? Your prayer changes <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah. Cause when somebody says, don't pray for me, then when I do pray for them in private, it's God revealed to them who you are and what your heart is toward them. Because yeah. then almost everything else solves itself. Like, you know, those people start walking in favor when they understand their identity. You know? So, like, why? You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to... All my back hurts. Can I pray for you? No. Well, you just give me something much bigger to pray over. You know? So, I'm going to go pray for that instead. Your back's fine. It's just your stupid flesh. It's not going to last forever anyway. But let me pray (laughs) over your identity. That's, like, way, way more important. You know what I mean? Kenny, yes.
2: I will say, to... I everything that you guys have said is just like bam on point. Like you don't need permission to pray for someone. I would say there's probably a way to rephrase this. Mm-hmm. Right. To say, you know, if you're whether you're talking to a believer or non-believer to say, "Would you like me to pray with you?" Because some people don't necessarily know how to pray. Mm-hmm. And especially if they're a non-believer, I think there can be some good that comes out of praying with someone, uh, believer or non-believer. And then if they decline for whatever reason, then you know, respecting that they don't want to pray with you at this moment. But then having the the freedom as a Christian to pray for them in your quiet time that there you have not asked permission, so you're not breaking the contract. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't ask for permission. Yeah. Because then if, you, if the contract has been made, then you have to honor it. <laughs> so don't let it get made in the first place. And yeah, mm. that,
4: that was something that I wanted to say. Like, I have never asked someone for permission to pray for them. I just have.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why, like, my favorite thing when somebody puts up a prayer request is to just be like, I just want you to know that I prayed for you. You know, like, do it in past tense instead mm. of, like, everybody else's, like, forward-thinking thing. Because so many people will be like,
2: "Be praying, I'll for pray you. for you and
0: then like you just yeah. straight up don't and like, yeah, that's crappy <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> yeah there's there's a that's a little bit of a I think a a Christian cultural yeah. thing that as Christians, we should be hyper aware of because it's you know, we'll be praying for you or it's like you you want to focus. The intention is nice, but you really want to focus on getting that action done. Yeah,
0: yeah. and what is it? It's a few words and it can, a sincere heart. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's able yeah. to be summoned on a moment's notice. I would hope. You know, we should get it done. You know,
1: and the these days, like people are triggered by the phrase "thoughts and prayers," so you know, I'm triggered by that I'm too. I'm gonna
0: cr- be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we all just flinched a little bit.
1: So, but that's because you know that's. How many, okay, think about it. But both How many sides people get who triggered, right? That, yeah, exactly. How many people who tweet that or say that actually do actually pray, you know? Yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't broadcast it out. I just like, I understand my friend's suffering, something going on in his or her life. I go in silence by myself and pray. When I say my daily yeah. prayers, I pray for that person. I don't tell them,
0: yeah.
1: you know? So, so. I'm not doing it for
0: recognition. Here's the thing that knocks me completely out when it comes to like thoughts and prayers is like the thoughts people get ticked off that somebody's still saying prayer. And they Mm -hmm. know that when somebody says thoughts and prayers, what that really means is I'm a closet Christian, but I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the Christians get upset because when somebody says thoughts and prayers, it's like, look at that people pleaser trying not to offend people. They're not a hardcore Christian christian either you know so it's like thoughts and prayers upsets both sides of the aisle but i gotta say like the thoughts people n- n- no bueno you know like right. like <laughs> goodbye I, yeah, like, yeah
4: i will keep your concerns in mind while yeah. i, I, I never, try to avoid thinking about them thinking of yeah you. I, I,
3: I never okay. include thoughts with I'm praying for you because when you say thoughts and prayers, when you say thoughts, it's just, it's basically saying I am not willing to do anything about your situation. But I'm I'll think, about, think you. about it. Yeah, but
0: I'll yeah. think yeah. about it. Yeah. That's really.
2: And gossip. That's really yeah. deep Sorry. from
0: somebody who's maybe <laughs> 14 years old. Good job. Kevin. I am not <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's well, fantastic. The that's a very weird review, though. Just
4: criticized yes. the whippersnaps. No, but you're, you're definitely well, now, now, of our now he's
0: 47 because he went to the 80s, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you traveled all the way. Yeah. Hey. You're older than all of us now because yeah. of your time. I'm, time.
3: A, I'm 87. This retirement home has great Wi Fi. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> Again, a youthful face, clean living. Um. So yeah, that's an interesting discussion we didn't intend to get on. I think by design, but worth having. If you're thinking about somebody, it would be way cooler if for you to take action about somebody. They would really appreciate it. It also drives me uh, nuts. My last pet peeve for the for the entire episode, I swear, is when somebody (laughs) says, "I'll pray for you," and then God literally puts it on your heart for you to do something about the situation. But instead you choose to just pray like God, will you move? And he's like, well, I gave you a hundred dollars last week and they needed 99 and you didn't need any of it. So Mm -hmm. why didn't you give them that money? You know what I mean? Like those are action. Sometimes I'm not going to say Trump's prayer, but should supersede prayer. God does say pray without ceasing. He also says that your faith without actual works is dead. So yeah. all the faith to pray in the world, quite frankly, isn't gonna change somebody's situation if God is moving on you to try to change the situation. Cause then God ends up having to like move on to the next person. There goes your blessing. Mm. It's just a rough situation. So like I always thought like thoughts meant pretty much nothing. Prayer was solid if it's all you could do, but action is so much better. But you don't make yourself God, you know, because God's bigger. You should pray and act. Yeah.
2: Get it all I'm down. Just yeah. do, it all. <laughs> 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 do it all. Do it all. Be, be on the lookout for all of it.
0: <laughs> all right. So um, with that, that wraps up our mailbag for this episode. Lately, I've been shocked at how much we can hang out with one another when we do these things. Y'all, it mm-hmm. has been over three hours of record time so god bless us all everyone for being able to stick this out um special thanks to guest heaven walker who has probably never seen the stamina that's required to record this amazing show um (laughs) and then kenny who's uh acclimated like a champ somehow i don't even know how that works because you're a lifetime streamer yeah yeah (laughs) so um having said all of that, we certainly hope that our E3 Roundup was beneficial for you in terms of getting you the recap that you need. If you didn't have all the deets already, now you got more. Um, The community, uh, going backwards in time here through our show, the community is thriving and going back even further in time. Thank you for listening and I think that pretty much covers all of our points. So let's go ahead and sign out. Um, I have been Mad King Bob. I've been Trucatus Rex.
1: In the dark, it's prophet of
0: rage.
2: (laughs) I've been Kenny Hill. I've
0: been your Emmy-nominated heaven walker. (laughs) All right. All right. Have a great one. God bless. Find a troll and pray for him. Have a wonderful week. Take care. Bye-bye.
4: We had another hit right before uh, I logged off this evening. Novak the Matt hit level 30.
0: What? Man, he came oh. out of nowhere. Okay.
4: Hey, that's what happens that's nice. when you grind with me. Dang it, oh. we're going to have to cut that.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah. <laughs> uh. We're getting some good laugh tracks, though. So, like, that's <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, the grind jokes
0: are so real tonight. <laughs> it's
2: hard it's hard that's like that's the lingo yeah, right, right. you call it the grind so. that's what
0: you get when you grind with me <laughs> phrasing
2: so
0: I, <laughs> I. <laughs> seriously why did somebody not stop me just from there's some no, way to keep you? some of that I'm gonna find it I, I am it's I'm like looking a
2: train wreck ready to happen I want it
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the only way that would have been
5: like better is if right after he finished saying that he would have went
2: zing <laughs> <laughs>